0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Four Pillars... No, what? It's not the Four Pillars podcast. (laughs) 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 Welcome
1: back to the Four Pillars podcast.
0: Believe this shit that's fucking brilliant. (laughs) Welcome back to the Horsey and Fox podcast. As you can see, I was on autopilot there. I don't know why my autopilot would be Four Pillars though, considering it's been like six months (laughs) since we last did one, but you know. True. Uh, Welcome back to the Four Pillars podcast. Um, Tyler's quit, he's now fighting people in the arena and Ethan is spelunking in (laughs) old (laughs) ruins. Ethan's what? (laughs) Ethan's (laughs) asleep. Ethan is currently (laughs) That was always (laughs) a classic. That was a banger. I have a blemish on the side of my face. I'm going to get it out of the way before the fucking podcast starts. I got bitten Mm -hmm. by a bug on my face. It went all hard and then it scabbed over. But you can't see it because I normally face this way so I didn't even really need to mention it. But look. It's there. You know, I'm just coming out. I'm just coming out with this alright I just don't want to sugarcoat it alright you know yeah. I'm like Onision yeah. I don't like sugarcoating it right. exactly Actually, no, no, I don't want to issue, say I'm but... like Onision he's a fucking weirdo <laughs> why did I say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Onision <laughs> I'm not like Onision just to prove oh, that I'm not worrying. like Onision that's I'm going concerning. to tweet him and say do you want to fight me in a in Northampton town centre he'll probably reply to be honest he's he's true
1: he's, he's fallen off I always see him in the, in the replies of uh of tweets all the time. Oh, that's true. I think I muted him actually or blocked him.
0: Because I, I remember I kept seeing him in the comments and I was like, oh no, no. I'm not being yeah. reminded of fucking Onision whenever I log on to Twitter. Yeah, I'm no, getting rid of no. this bastard oh man talking of twitter i've been banned for yeah sure week. i saw that <laughs> um, <laughs> well you can know twitter what you can do i, uh,
1: <laughs> I do? fucking i fucking there was a fucking crypto bot and i replied to it saying kill yourself because i thought it'd be funny and then Amazing. twitter just straight up banned me they didn't even say like no, because normally when you go to reply something a little bit you know a little bit outlandish like if you say to someone like oh i'll punch you or something yeah, Twitter yeah, will be yeah. like don't do this. You might not want to do it because people might find it offensive and they might report you. And those are the best tweets. You could choose, but with this one, they were, they didn't give me the option to choose. They just banned me for a the week. most
0: base tweets. They give you a warning beforehand. <laughs> like, it's don't so put this up. So annoying. The base department is saying, oh, "Don't man. give away our secrets." Uh, but it's weird because like you can like spread hatred against trans people and like talk about you how you want to kill them. But if you tell a bot to kill itself, you get banned immediately. This is Twitter under Elon oh, Musk. Man. He'll happily promote trans hate, but as soon as you talk bad on crypto, you're getting fucking banned, all right? Oh, because man. crypto's got some good technology in there, right? Some good stuff in there, right? <laughs> good stuff. That's Twitter in there. these days. People just going, "Oh, oh. technology's really impressive." Now I'm going to use it for financial gain. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, I'm happy that I
1: got a banger of a tweet out. Mm. Before with uh, mm. the little Odyssey tweet, so that's good,
0: you know. True, people I, I, remember I put me little, by that for a week. I put a little funny reply to it. <clears throat> you it did, not just... I couldn't reply. Oh, you still reply? <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I can't reply, or I can't even like it. Why won't let me do anything. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I only have access to my dm
0: so I could have DM'd you and said, I really liked your reply. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Got a fucking retweet, and of course, the person that retweeted it is on private. Oh, I'm private oh, on Twitter because I'm classic. afraid someone fucking coming <laughs> stealing my identity or seeing who I am. Probably got a fucking anime fucking character profile picture anyway. Why are you on private, yeah. bro? How about you suck my dick? I don't know why. I'm so angry about it. I don't actually care that much. I, I just like seeing was. the people that can retweet my stuff, and when I click on the little notification, it doesn't show me anyone. I'm like, <laughs> it shows me that goddamn parrot. Oh, the fucking parrot. With well, yeah. its fucking stupid like, eyes oh. that have been photoshopped on it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fucking
1: stupid parrot. Bloody hell. Um, but yeah, t- I mean, talking about tweets, talking about Twitter, you uh, you posted a tweet and I was going to reply to it. But I oh, couldn't what, my most recent one. But yeah, point? your mo- your most recent one where you talked a little bit about. Your approach to making videos, and yeah. I was like, you know, I I've, I feel that too. Yeah, it's um... but I couldn't reply and say that, so I thought <laughs> I'd say it now. <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> That's how people used to
1: <laughs> do it, though. They used yeah, to exactly. Talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, you'd see, you'd see someone posted a uh, Facebook status in the newspaper. I don't know, <laughs> and then you next time you see them
0: in real life, you be like, I saw that in the newspaper. <laughs> I saw that, mate. I saw you chatting shit about my wife in the newspaper. You fucking <laughs> dickhead! All right. Yeah, then they'd have a fight. Exactly, like sort code. it out and then shake hands afterwards and go yeah good fucking scrap mate good yeah, fucking scrap yeah. lad it's just how the world used to operate before mm. but yeah my tweet um, yeah, it's, yeah. I've, start, I've watched, been watching a lot of content creators at the minute that just have inspiringly good content and it's just like yeah, I look too. at my videos I'm like god damn I haven't even scratched mm. the surface of what, <laughs> what some of the things I've wanted to talk about mm. and like you know I love my Horizon video it's bloody great I had a great time working on it but it's too it's too video game reviewy i want yeah. like i will still continue to do video game reviews and analysis just because i enjoy the medium but i'd love to use that as a bridge to talk about other things um mm-hmm. so as i said in the tweet like you know pick three games of a similar genre or similar like you know they're just similar games in general and use those games to talk about a bigger topic or like you know I, I don't know, like, nostalgia in Minecraft is something that I've wanted to make a video on for a long time. Like, the power yeah. of nostalgia in Minecraft, which has been done to death but I'd still like to do it. Or, like, um, like, a video talking about video game remakes and, you know, the importance of them or the, you know, how they sort of made... It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain what no, I, I, I g- want to do. I've got so many fucking ideas coming around in my I brain. Get, I get what you mean.
1: I think there's a certain level of... I don't know what it is. It's like when you evolve and change your content it's like you know we started out doing minecraft let's plays and then we moved on to doing something a little bit more sophisticated in keeping Mm. up with assassin's creed news and stuff and like that took a little bit more effort um and then you move on from that to these like long form analysis review type videos and that's Mm. again like honing your skills in form of like writing and being able to like understand how games are put together because i feel like that's you know that's important yeah but then you you reach a point and i felt similar in that i think for me i'm like but does this like does it what i'm doing like mean anything to anyone like yeah they probably find it insightful and yeah it's interesting (coughs) but like is it gonna like touch someone on like a profound level where they're like wow this was this like you know this meant something Mm -hmm. you know and i i've been trying to do a bit more of that recently with like you know my starfield video was yeah like focusing on like i decided to go well what what about starfield is the thing that like captures my attention the most and like why is that and like how can i turn that into something more and then i you know from that springboard to talk about no man's sky mass effect and red dead redemption 2 in the same video and talk about just this feeling of like exploration and chance and all that stuff and i was like it just felt really cathartic to write and i feel like people watching it might come out of it like oh yeah that really made me like feel something because it's
0: interesting that's what it's about i think is eliciting that sort of reaction from someone instead of just them coming away and going that was a good review i enjoyed that it confirms my opinions on the game or i didn't agree with it but it was still a good video because you know what it was written eloquently or whatever i want someone to come away from a video like some of the videos i've been watching recently and be like god damn i've got a new perspective on this media or i've I've thought about this in a different way or "Oh, it was just such like this part of the video was so emotive and like you know impactful It's just yeah, I want to sure. have that impact on people. I don't just want to make fucking game reviews. Like I love making the game reviews. I'm I'm gonna keep reiterating that. Like it is good, but I do want to branch out and do like you know, general, like yeah. linking linking games into almost everyday life. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, into like broader topics. Like you look yeah. at like one of the ones I really enjoyed making, <clears> and it's not on like a a deeply like important level but my subnautica video was really yeah. fun because i use subnautica as a means to discuss thalassophobia mm-hmm. and it just was really fun to link those together and make it like this game is not just good because it's a well-made game it's good yeah. because it it does it something makes me feel really these special yeah, yeah yeah and and i think like that is what i want to do more of is less of the like objective analysis or mm-hmm. like obviously nothing's objective but like sometimes when you do an analysis it's like within the most objective framework you sort of have for yourself yeah but do more subjective stuff where Mm -hmm. it's like you know maybe this game has a bunch of flaws in it but here's one of the elements that just spoke to me on this really complex level yeah and that's that's a more valuable analysis of a game than just like a breakdown of here's how combat works you swing a weapon and it does this amount of damage and that's good because of this stat or yeah it's like i don't want to
0: get too bogged down in the mechanics of a game like it's interesting to talk about but when that's the be all end all of a video it's like where's the philosophy in that like i want to discuss like you know bring video games up as a topic to like bridge that over to philosophical ideas and stuff like i just think it'd be so much more interesting so much more fun to make and so much more cathartic to upload when it's done
1: yeah exactly and i think as well like you know i look at the best what what i've enjoyed the most when i when it comes to like writing recent videos and i look at my jedi survivor video isn't even that old but Mm -hmm. i'm like i part of me thinks there's so much of that video that if i were to make it now i could actually cut out like Mm -hmm. Do I need to spend a while talking about the side activities? Do I need to spend a while talking about, you know, level design or stuff like that? Or can yeah, I just yeah. talk about the emotional impact and the way that it marries gameplay with narrative themes and Yeah. Is yeah. that more interesting because that's the bit that actually spoke to me more than just these gameplay mechanics are fun because they're well designed? Yeah. Which is a little it's, bit it's fine
0: yeah, yeah it just gets boring to talk about that over and over yeah. again when like you start to write a new script and you're like okay so this is the part where I talk about the world this is the part where I talk about the level design this is the part where I talk yeah. about the mechanics and it becomes very monotonous it's like am I just copy and pasting the same video again with a different coat of paint yeah. or, or, yeah. or you know, I just want to add more to what I'm creating opposed to just you know being just like game good game bad
1: yeah exactly and i think you look at like there's creators out there that do like you know uh, one of the best creators that i enjoy for just general like analysis and like breakdown of a game's mechanics is white light he does Mm. great stuff Mm -hmm. um and i'm like cannot like that's who i'm competing against in that space if that's what i want to make or do i go down the route of doing something far more subjective that there is no competition for because it's completely subjective and you can gain something valuable from anybody doing something like that mm-hmm. you know like it's it's way more of an interpretation and a personal view on something and it makes yeah. someone look at it like a piece of art differently because they're like this is your subjective very unique perspective on something mm-hmm. um which i think is just it's the kind of stuff that i find the most valuable yeah and it's like that's kind of where i want to go next i guess and yeah, i think yeah. it's it's interesting territory to like to go into but i think that it's and i look back like sometimes i when i think about this i'm like right what am i doing is what i'm doing matters like what should i work on how should i structure stuff i look back at like my old stuff and i look at the stuff that was my favorite and that still stands out and i'm like it's all the subjective stuff like mm-hmm. you know Odyssey Broke Me is, like, you know, a very subjective view of, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey yeah. from the perspective of someone that, you know, loved Assassin's Creed. You look at, you know, my Subnautica video, you look at, um, you know, even my God of War Ragnarok analysis. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up, yeah. Like, it's... It's a it's it's not <coughs> the same as, like, um, other just general sort of, like, breakdowns of a game. And, like, again, if I was to make that video again, I think I would genuinely cut off a lot of the gameplay stuff mm-hmm. because... I don't think it was the best, like, the the most well-articulated. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think it, it, it flows that well with the video. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that have agreed. I mean, like, oh, yeah, no, I completely agree with the stuff you said about gameplay. But it's also, like it it almost doesn't fit into the same video i almost forced myself to critique yeah. the gameplay just for the sake of it cause it's because like, oh, it's like it was Northern an Compassion overarching video. review yeah exactly yeah 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 exactly yeah. Yeah.
0: that's super easy to do is to get lost in the idea of what the concept <laughs> of the video was and then you realize it sort of doesn't work but you're like but i've written all this and i've, I've, I've recorded all this like i really should put it in yeah, yeah like that's what i'm like at least like I mean, you saw how fucking long the original Horizon video was meant to be. I did have to cut about two hours from it. And I'm really glad that I did because, yeah. looking back on it, that stuff was it was useless. It was useless content that was there because I thought I had to fill a box and go. Oh, I've talked about that. And it's like you don't yeah. have to. <laughs> I learned a lot from making that video. There's a lot of things that in certain videos I don't have to talk about, and that's fine. Like, yeah. yeah. that's why I want to move away from the review stuff just because it is I found the parts of that video like uh, for example when I was talking about the story of Stanley Chen or the story Mm. of the Ten or the story of uh, Adamantine Wreath and stuff like that like that stuff the interpretations I made of those stories are way more interesting to write and edit than than let's talk about the skill tree or let's talk about the side content or like the fucking relic ruins or some shit it's like yeah the subjective side of writing about it is way more interesting than just talking about it from such a cold analytical viewpoint yeah and and i think there's something that
1: the um you know there's something you learn when writing those sorts of videos too is that sometimes you get so focused on like the you know the minutiae of like the mechanics that you end up writing about stuff and you're like why am i like why am i writing this like <laughs> does anybody <laughs> give a shit like yeah yeah, why does am I, write, give like, a I shit, or am I just gonna I come across
0: like I'm raving into the void? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I literally look back at like, my Jedi Survivor video. I'm like, why do I have a section on side quests? Who cares? <laughs> like, wh- why am I writing this? Like, that's yeah. not interesting to hear about, or write about, or talk about. Like, yeah, yeah, they're side quests, man. They're just side quests. It's, yeah, and know... if there
0: was like a particular side quest that you thought stood out, and yeah. you were like, oh, this is a great example of what I think they should do more of, or less of, or whatever. I don't know. That would be a good thing to highlight, but to to highlight side quests as a whole, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that in Jedi Survivor, the side quests are just sort of take him or leave him. Like they're not that good. They're not that bad. Yeah, either. they're 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 just
1: there to like make the world feel a bit more like tangible like i set guess dressing
0: almost yeah like
1: they they, they, they they exist to point you in a particular direction so that when you get to that area of the world you're like oh now i can explore this area because yeah. i came here for a reason but now i can kind of go out of my way and like there was a part in that section where i talk about one specific side quest that i thought was really nice yeah. which is like you go to this old shack you find this robot and by looking around you realize that there were people here with the robot but now he's the only guy like the droid is the last guy that's oh, there, and you can like send really him back cool. to your to your settlement um and that's that's really cool but then everything else i talked about i'm like why am i still talking about the stuff (laughs) like i'm i'm reviewing it like why am i reviewing it there's a million reviews for this shit that is true yeah yeah. nobody needs to hear me go yeah i thought the side content was pretty decent that's such a boring fucking analysis to be fair like it doesn't mean i I think
0: about these long long form videos and stuff if someone wanted to know whether or not the side content in jedi's fallen order was good they're not going to click on a one hour long video t- talking about it like most people that watch yeah. a video like that are either never going to play the game and just interested to see what it's like or they've already played it and want to see what you yes. think about it so it's like exactly. you just going oh yeah the side content was pretty good I guess, I guess that does feel like <laughs> yeah, you know, that satisfies the people that wanted to know what you think about it But I guess it is like, from a review standpoint, it's like they have to watch through the entire video to get to that point. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and it's like a review that acts as a review for someone that's not played the game and wants to know if they should. Yeah, A review should be short as well. Like, a review should be like, you know, five to ten minutes. Like, if you're doing an hour-long video, nobody that's not played the game but is interested in maybe playing it is clicking on that video yeah like yeah. it's a very small percentage yeah. and so i think part of the way i structure them as well as i'll be like oh like uh we won't talk spoilers for this section and then we will talk spoilers for this section is like who is that i don't know if i don't know who that's for yeah like, i yeah. just don't know if there is an audience that needs that so maybe it's for um, the people
0: that otherwise would comment you didn't give me a fucking spoiler warning you prick
1: yeah i know but then i'm thinking like well why don't i just do full spoilers for the whole thing and at the beginning go look spoilers there you go yeah like yeah. and that's what and i then tend just talk to do. about it i don't even give them a know. spoiler
0: warning i'll just go you've seen it on the video is there's no way i'm avoiding spoilers for like two hours Fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah I, like, people would ask me about my AC1 video, like, does this have spoilers? I'm like, I don't know how you think I talked <laughs> for five hours about this game without ever touching on oh spoilers.
0: Oh god, who hasn't played AC1 anyway?
1: <laughs> it's 16 years, go play. <laughs> it's literally like a five-hour game, just go play it. Yeah, go you only have really to do, quick. like,
0: two investigations per target. Come on, just get it done, you can finish just that in a day. It. Oh god. But yeah, but yeah, it's definitely
1: it's definitely interesting to go in that new direction and i think like my starfield video was really fun to write so yeah. it was my the video i've just written up on the final fantasy 16 demo oh um, that's cool which which we'll we'll talk about in a little bit but oh, uh, we will we will. <laughs> the um the other thing i've written i'm forgetting what it was oh the big video i did on bolt which um oh is yeah. not on youtube yet but it's it's been on patreon for you're like you're gonna upload some nebula half. Um, oh man, I'd love to go Nebula, <laughs> that'd be sick. That'd be so sick. Nebula, if you're out there, I'm, I'm willing to work with you. Well, the, so it's like, only,
0: they 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 only allow certain people to <clears> come onto yeah, the website? Yeah, they, they, it's, oh, it's a curated,
1: enough. like, thing, sort of like the Netflix of,
0: like... Oh, see, I was thinking it was, like, a competitor to YouTube, so it's actually, like, an established thing and people will, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only they they'll set, only choose yeah. people to be on there, okay. That makes me, yeah. They sense. only
1: want like the highest tier of creator on there, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and from the people that I've seen, like subscriber count isn't really taken into consideration, it's more no. like if they think you make the stuff that should be on the site, which, yeah, yeah,
0: it's cool. It's a cool little place that's a cool um, little community project or oh, big community yeah. project, I suppose. If it's, yeah, I've seen a lot of creators say, you know, I'm over on Nebula, so yeah, that's pretty, that's insane
1: yeah it's pretty cool but um
0: yeah the, yeah, the bulk <laughs> video has been on Patreon for a bit and
1: everyone's sort of enjoyed it It's it's been like surprisingly like Patreon's obviously not like a, a great metric to go again go to like you know use true because it's, like, it's people anything, that are paying but... money
0: for you so it's like they're already yeah, going to like it but um, but compared
1: to all my other early access stuff it's the most viewed one I've done this year Damn. other than my AC1 video I think
0: Damn, so it's um, only it's only being dethroned by an A C video, which is bound to get the most views anyway, based on our previous yeah. audiences and whatnot. So whenever yeah. whenever an A C video gets more views than my last, I don't even count it as being like the most successful. <laughs> I'm just like that's just the yeah. remnants of a bygone era clinging on. Yeah, you write it off. Like, <coughs> that yeah. that that doesn't matter that's that's that just that, just Look, that doesn't was gonna count. happen anyway i could upload a video yeah. of m- me fisting my asshole but the title <laughs> was ac1 fucking retrospective and i get tens of thousands of views yeah <clears throat> maybe exactly. even millions i mean if the video is that i mean I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true true um
1: but it was i mean it was fun i wrote a video on mirage and it was not really about mirage like yep. it's way more about like people's views on assassin's creed and how it's been like twisted and warped and their expectations yeah, yeah. are all wrong and like
0: oh, i bet you, know. you got comments saying uh what happened to leaving ac in the past maybe but i haven't read them sort of ah, so see, that's <laughs> how you look after your own mental health <laughs> exactly exactly and
1: people you know people will say oh well you're not open to criticism then if you don't want to look i'm like i'm open to it i just don't care like <laughs> you you can leave it you're absolutely free to leave it i'm just not going to read it yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. i don't yeah. need your criticism <clears throat> it's not i'm not i'm not giving you
0: a product that you've paid for that i need criticism it's mm, free
1: mm you can watch it or you don't watch it it's like, a take it
0: or leave it situation like you don't need to be yeah. mad at me for putting a free bit of content out on the internet that doesn't confirm your worldview like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, that i like, said ac you know... mirage bad <laughs> and it's not even out yet so I'm not even giving it a chance yeah uh,
1: But yeah it's yeah. uh it's gonna be good to put this bolt video out hopefully at some point then, yeah that'll be uh, liberating i you know do more bits and bits and things and i think it'll be i think it'll be particularly liberating to make videos on a new game and not have to do an all-encompassing review of every single element of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it'll just feel nice that, like, you know, when a new game comes out, I can talk about the specific stuff that I think was really important to me and not... You know not go into like do a two-hour analysis of like every little thing in the game yeah because
0: that makes the writing you know. process so monotonous because it's like hey mm. now i've got to cover this and now i've got to talk about that and i don't want to but i'm gonna do it anyway because i feel mm. like i have to yeah yeah exactly. it's not a fun part of writing and i'm gonna stop no it's not <laughs> yeah you need to just stop like it's like you said like that process of like you
1: write out a script and you put the subheadings and you're like right open world exploration yep.
0: combat like <laughs> fuck off <laughs> why am I doing it's this it's funny that you it's... say that because I have my fucking google doc <laughs> open for my Sonic Frontiers video and it literally has the outline it says uh, story synopsis movement and physics <coughs> combat skill tree and leveling gameplay loop But I'm still going to make this video because it's done like, the script is done so yeah, I have to make yeah, it yeah, yeah. but there are certain parts of it that I guess didn't need to be written but I'm going to keep it how it is um, because I actually think it's a really well written video and it's actually pretty funny um, but yeah yeah and that's the thing like there's actually
1: nothing wrong with those videos we make no there's not they're pretty damn they're just good. <laughs> like they become like unfulfilling at a point yeah yeah I'd where it's agree. like
0: you want to do something else yeah um, exactly it doesn't mean that you're gonna 100 percent drop that style of content immediately yeah. but it just means you're gonna you know put the feeders out and do some other stuff see how that goes that's yeah the exactly beauty of content creation and running your own channel i guess is you got no cunt telling you you need to do this you need to do that well, i guess you do have people telling you you need to do that but you don't have to listen <laughs> to them <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah and i think
1: like you know you look at the way that you like i structured like my saints row video and i'm like i really liked what i did with that yeah because i have obviously subheadings and categories but they're not like gameplay open world like no that sort of thing it's like i talk about you know what makes saints row saints row then Mm -hmm. i move on to a section that is about the world but it's again how it ties back into that original point of the reboot not being good comparing it like directly to you know the other one then i talk about the characters and how they're written then i talk about the story aspect then i talk about like the whole ending and secret ending and stuff and it just kind of like flows really nicely
0: obviously it does what it's a structure that works like you know talking about you know most of the aspects of a game but it's something you don't always have to do and that's okay to mm-hmm. do as well. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Unless of course like there are certain instances where you
1: write a script you might write a script in that style and it makes sense because every single subheading like you're not just doing it so that you've covered it you're doing it because you genuinely have something to say about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. which is, you know, a totally different thing like my ac1 video you know it's not structured like that it's like a you know it goes through in chronological order but mm-hmm. you know i do talk about every element of the game but that's because i have so much to say about every element of the game yeah Did yeah it <laughs> makes sense it feels right and it, it, it works <clears throat> and i think you can apply the same to like um h bomber guy's video on deus Ex. Mm-hmm. um you know he does talk about in that he talks about like you know gameplay level design structure and pacing and th- yeah. all of those like elements that you'd normally touch upon but it's like it all plays back into the central idea of the video and like it makes sense it's not just to review a segment out of context yeah yeah it's it's, it's like it always links the, the into the, context, the previous
0: yeah. and the next one like it's it's relevant
1: yeah exactly so yeah, <clears throat> yeah there's that that's you know it's gonna be fun to to explore new territories yeah for
0: sure definitely definitely mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, right. for sure. What do we have to talk um, about today?
1: Well, we have a few topics. We have a few major things that have happened since last episode. So last episode we talked about PlayStation um, yep. and that event because that event happened. It was a little bit underwhelming. But since then we've had a couple of events have happened. Summer Games first happened, mm-hmm. um, followed by the Xbox event with the Starfield Direct that was tagged to it. So I don't know if you've seen them or seen... Any sort of like no, seen, recaps or no, summaries I've or anything? Seen you not anything? Okay. All I Let's know go. about
0: is I, Fable, <clears throat> Starfield, right. and that's it. In terms of the Xbox stuff, yeah, that's basically okay.
1: it. Okay. Well, this is good because this is what we do on this podcast is you know nothing and i tell you everything so <laughs> that works. it's it's no different from as always podcast where I, tyler would know nothing and i would tell him everything and that's the just, role of you know, big T. <laughs> yeah that's just what i'm good at it's what we do um but yeah summer games fest i think most of it it wasn't like a great show it was a very fine show there was a, like you know some nice
0: little things that were shown there. I can't remember what they were, but there, <laughs> there were there were some there nice some little things. things. Some random indie game where you play as a dust particle <laughs> rolling through a bigger field of dust particles. That sounds yeah, like the type I mean, of thing Xbox would announce.
1: <laughs> honestly, it kind of sounds pretty good. I'd probably it it
0: probably would be great to be honest, actually.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the major things that were at Summer Games Fest that I want to talk about was the first one was Lies of P. Ah which yeah, like no, fucking P. Obviously we've seen for a while, but the new demo just recently came out. Yeah. Which I played. You've probably not played I've it. I've not played it, though. No. no. Uh but it was it was fun. It was a cool demo. I really liked it. I thought it had some nice world building. It's <coughs> obviously very much, you know, it's not doing anything groundbreaking because it is a Souls like game. It's probably the best looking Souls copy <laughs> I've seen. It's it's it it works. like what they're doing makes sense and it works. Like the thing that I always look for in like a Souls like is how does it take that formula and apply it to its narrative and themes because that's very important in dark souls Mm. like it doesn't just play the way that it plays for no reason yeah it plays that way because it's like married to the you know the story and it's like an oppressive atmosphere
0: like it's meant to feel oppressive because yeah you're just a little fucking undead cunt in this universe full of gods like it's meant to you're meant to feel inconsequential (laughs) Yeah, um, and the whole aspect of like, you know, you're going to die a million
1: times, but yeah, eventually yeah. you're going to overcome it, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's all, all part of the experience, yeah, and yeah. I think Lies of P does that in a cool way, because you're playing as a puppet, obviously, because it's
0: Pinocchio. Pinocchio, oh yeah, they didn't um, even put two and two together, to be
1: honest. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, the world that you're living in has been overrun by, it's, it's, it's a really cool idea for a story and a concept for the world, because... Mm-hmm like you do a lot of these stories where the world has fallen to ai and it's like yeah that's sort of the story they're telling Mm -hmm. but it's obviously not ai because it's like robot puppets but they've gained sentience and they've overthrown humanity sort of thing but you you know you are a human
0: no you're not a a human
1: you're no you're pinocchio so you're 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 a puppet but a puppet that has humanity Ah. so you're the one that's going to try and like you know combat this threat um because you've got the abilities and the strength of a puppet but the heart of a human sort of thing i see okay that's um, quite interesting actually which is which is quite cool and they've, they've worked in like you know um pinocchio's lies into the story obviously it's lies of p um but like the way pinocchio <laughs> oh, yeah. can't lie does he get um, a bigger sort of nose thing. He doesn't get a bigger nose, sadly. Okay. That's um fine. would have been cool to see him get a bigger nose. <laughs> Not just like a longer nose, just like the whole thing grows. Maybe he'll get equally. a bigger nose in
0: the DLC. <laughs>
1: Maybe he will get a bigger nose in the d i I fucking hope so, because I'll be disappointed if he doesn't. Um But no, it's cool. There's some really cool elements to it, some cool mechanics. Um it's nice to like read the little notes and stuff and descriptions about, you know, it's got stuff a very bloodborne atmosphere. I guess it that's is, what they yeah. were going for. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of of Bloodborne,
0: um, Which is but fine. it definitely plays more like Dark Souls. Than it Bloodborne. looks like it, because uh, obviously there's no um, like trick weapons or anything like that that Bloodborne had, and it's got. There's dodge also. Rolling. It does have dodge rolling, and obviously um, Bloodborne had the dash. And it doesn't
1: have uh, like you don't regain really health on hits or anything like that. Ah, okay. uh, and it it has very accessible backstabs too. I see. Um, I
0: see. What about is so, there magic?
1: there is no but you have this um this secondary like ability that is tied to like your left arm which can be replaced with different things so in the demo i had the default which is like a like sort of like an uppercut that's like a powerful punch that kind of like can stagger an enemy i see yeah and then you've got you can pick up once you get to like the home base area you can pick up this like grapple hook that will like pull enemies closer to you. I see. So um, it works like the cool.
0: Shinobi prosthetic from Sekiro. Actually, you could get oh, your, your yeah, left maybe. arm was prosthetic. And you can have uh, Shinobi uh, tools uh, put into that prosthetic arm, so you could use a certain few abilities. Um, so that's right. then, that's where they must have got the inspiration from that from. Which is yeah. pretty cool to be fair. I, mean, I like having a secondary ability that you can use instead of just mashing. R uh, one or whatever it is to fight, like you have something else to sort of make mm-hmm. those combat encounters, I guess, flow a little bit better. Yeah. You also have like this
1: thing you build up. I forget what it's <coughs> called, but there's this like thing you build up by dealing damage, and you can use it to do this special parry move, uh, defensively, or a special attack move offensively, depending on which one you choose to use. So it's like a gate game you really useful against up. bosses. Yeah, and. I found it really cool when I was fighting the first boss that's in the demo, mm-hmm. like using the special parry move when it comes in for an attack. It was just very fun, um, and that was good. Maybe yeah, I'll overall, play it. Just, maybe I'll play it, it was really cool, and it plays well. Like it feels responsive, it feels good. Like yeah, it's yeah. well polished, you know, as you'd expect from what one of these games needs to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, you know, I thought I thought that was was good. It was overall cool. It's a fun demo. I yeah, maybe
0: to. I'll give the game a chance because. I'm very dubious about Souls-like games. No, yeah, for sure. Because obviously, From Software is my god. I look up to them as a god. I pray to them every night. Yeah,
1: that's reasonable.
0: <laughs> and, like, the Souls games are so fucking special that it's like anyone else that tries that and tries to take that formula to me is almost like heresy, almost. But Yeah, well, it's always going to be derivative yeah, in it's, one it's, way or another. They created a new genre, so it's like, I mean that style of game doesn't belong to them anymore it belongs to the video game like the developers like they can choose to go down that route with the game if they want to and it seems like you know if they've added the whole pinocchio aspect to it and stuff and there's like a bit of a story going on they'll you know they've made it their own almost so i will i'll give it a chance i'll probably get very into it most likely because after a while i'll forget that it's not even a from software game and i'll just be like oh it's fucking great yeah, yeah you know how I much think, i love my hard bosses and stuff so i probably will get into it
1: yeah it's, it's <coughs> definitely good and I, I think like it's it's with lies of p it's a bit more difficult to overlook the like oh this is very clearly inspired by dark souls bloodborne like yeah. because it looks very similar mm-hmm. whereas you look at like something like code vein looks completely different but it's yeah, still souls yeah. like and I'm like, like that's that a really game? good game
0: Oh, there's a, um, there's another game that looks that's really similar to Dark Souls. I Fucking forgot what it's called. Souls like Clone, Mortal Shell. I think it's called. Oh yeah, I played that on Game Pass. It's fucking shit. It looks super depressing. <laughs> oh,
1: it's it's it just feels like shit to play. Yeah. Like I tried it and I was like, it just feels like just sluggish and no, I didn't like. Yeah, that Yeah, it's all. got a
0: cool art style, but yeah, I don't know much about it other than what it looks like to be honest. But that's definitely yeah. a Souls copy
1: but I think you look at, you know, you look at Cobain, Jedi survivor again is, you know, souls-like. Yeah, that's very true. I Um, forgot about that. And I think that handles it well. And uh, you know, a game like Tunic about the little fox.
0: Oh, Tunic looks really cool. You were telling me about that before.
1: Yeah, which is again, you know, souls-like. Is it like a, is it like a roguelike? Uh, No, it's way more souls-like.
0: Oh, okay. Tunic. Um, I reckon I'll probably play it at some point. It looks pretty cute. Could you get the. T- there's, oh, there's... is it PC only?
1: Mm, do don't think so. It's Xbox. It's on Game Pass, I
0: think. Motherfucker, I'm not playing it then. <laughs> it's fucking Xbox. No, it's on PC as well. It's on it's on PlayStation, these motherfuckers. No, it's not on PlayStation. I guess that's how every Xbox fan feels when a new banger comes out on PlayStation. <laughs> I've got an Xbox, though. I mean, it's. I, it's just... Yeah, literally play it. Yeah, but look. I like getting trophies, alright. Yeah, well you can't. Just play because it it's good. <laughs> I mean I wouldn't be able to do that with Starfield either, so you know Yeah, exactly. But no, yeah.
1: Tunic's really good. It's it's like it's got roguelike elements and it's got like Zelda sort of exploration y elements, but mm. it's also, you know, heavily souls like as well. Um and that's like it's just it was just really co- It was a really cool game that handled like the souls like aspects of it really cool. Just so. a nice breath um, of
0: fresh air. You yeah. Know, it was everything a good these game. days is hyper realistic and crazy and like yeah combat oriented i guess it is probably still combat oriented but a lot of games are like very gritty and realistic it's nice to have a game where it's just like a cartoon little dude running about
1: yeah and it's it's just it's got like a really nice story like it definitely uses the souls like sort of storytelling methods of like the game the game has like barely any dialogue and when it is it's in like an alien language Mm. and you sort of pick up on the story just by what's happening around Mm -hmm. you more than like through dialogue which i think is really nice that is cool um and you also as you go around the world you pick up because i even went and got the secret ending because i just really liked it so much was that you go around the world and you pick up these little pages of like a video game manual like a retro video game manual Mm -hmm. and as you pick them up it explains things so like you'll pick up an item and it'll tell you what it is but it's in an alien language so you have no idea what it does mm-hmm. but like if you have the corresponding page it'll give you instructions and explain what it does oh and it's it's just really cool like you pick it all up out of order <coughs> and you slowly piece together this manual and it pieces together the story and what you're doing so it's like you'll do something and then you'll learn sort of what it was after the fact and you'll be like oh now i understand why i did this and how it linked to that and why this happened as a consequence in the world and it's just it's just really nice it's just really well structured
0: yeah how how long is it I assume it's not like a very long game
1: no it took me about uh, I want to say I want to say eight hours maybe
0: that is not bad at all is it something like that you can't turn your nose up at a nice little tight experience like that
1: yeah it was it was very cool and most of that place i'm honestly well not most of it but a large chunk was me going around trying to get the secret ending yeah yeah um most of it, it. <laughs> the game's <laughs> yeah, actually like not... an hour
0: long the rest <laughs> of the seven hours is you just running around <laughs> looking for pages <laughs> yeah well, i reckon
1: it was like five six hours was just the main content yeah the rest of that time you know two three hours was me exploring collecting stuff and and trying to get all the stuff for the secret ending yeah. which I, I thought was kind of worth it that's but. pretty cool but yeah, there's that. Uh, so that's that's Liza P. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the Liza P. <laughs> <feature>, is tunic. <laughs> the <laughs> the other thing we got from Summer Game Fest was the big reveal at the end, which was Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth got a new trailer. Ooh, um, did I watch which, that? Did I watch it? I mean, you you retweeted it. Yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. I watched it. Yeah, I did. It looks
0: fucking sick. Yeah.
1: I want to know your thoughts on it because obviously you're pl- you're coming at it from a very different perspective. To well, I recognise some
0: of the moments in it. Well, not right. some. Well, not the moments, but the areas specifically, like that big pod right, yeah, room yeah. where Sethroff standing at the top of the stairs. Oh the yeah, pods. Nibelheim, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that room. <laughs> I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Tifa in cowgirl outfit with the with yep. the sword, but I don't remember yep. why she's doing that because <laughs> we yeah. haven't got to that bit yet. I assume. Yeah, you um, got. Well,
1: you got to the. To, for, for context, we when we played through on horse and fox, we got to. We just finished. Uh the sec or not the second, the <coughs> first trip to the gold saucer. So we finished oh, yeah. um gold we did saucer. the gold saucer and we did um with that cat the Yeah, with Kate Sith. You meet Kate Yeah, we've met Kate Sith and we 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 did we finished Barrett's Ark in um Corral. Yep. That's that's how far we got. So we d- we hadn't done Cosmo Canyon yet. Um and I assume there was a fair we had amount done, left of the game as well. There there's was two discs loads. There. There's three discs. Three yeah, we hadn't even finished the first disc yet. So, Fucking Christ. Yeah, there was there was a lot 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 left, but we Damn. we did do the ne- the first the the one. Cloud recites what happened at Nibelheim five years ago. Yeah, um, which is a lot of a lot of this trailer shows that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, like, yeah. So, what did you think of the trailer overall? Like all the stuff that you got to see and
0: whatnot. It's just, it's gonna be cool to see another aspect of the Final Fantasy VII universe in the remake because obviously the the first is just in Midgar like for the whole thing mm-hmm. Yeah, to see the rest of the world and like you know the choker bows and like the forests and all the cool stuff that exists out there um, mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting side of seeing like Final Fantasy 7 opposed to just knocking about in Midgar for the whole thing obviously don't know how uh, accommodating to the story it's going to be for me but don't care I just want to see Cloud doing cool shit and Aerith making funny comments and teeth of being tifa <laughs> yeah, well i'm sure you will get those things i'd be shocked if you didn't but yeah get those exactly things. and that's that's all i want that's all i need and then i'll see right. what it's like i'll see how the story is Cause, i mean they have said like uh oh you can play it don't worry you can play it without playing the original they uh, have said d- that. i don't know how trustworthy they certainly said that are. yeah things like that they're not trustworthy <laughs> at all They're, li- they're, fucking mean, they're the li- same li- company that are. spoils their fucking games in their own trailers so i yeah, can't exactly. trust them for a lot I-,
1: I will say though that trailer was one of the best trailers i think i've ever seen for something like just the pacing of it the way it was structured the yeah. music the-, the the way they have like little voice lines over laying pits and it just gets you asking questions you're like mm-hmm. what is happening here like you know especially for someone that's obviously played the original multiple times well not multiple times i've watched it through multiple times i've played it through once yeah um but you know the whole compilation replayed remake several times it you know i'm very well acclimated to final fantasy 7 and you know watching that trailer it just got me thinking like what is happening like i have no clue what is going on i am just yeah it's gonna be interesting (laughs) to see where they take this and it's crazy because most of the trailer takes place uh like from Midgar to the, I think the latest point they show is Cosmo Canyon, which is just after just the after bit where that we did. yeah that we yeah. did on Horsey and Fox. So there's so much that they're not showing, mm. and there's no there's just there's no way this game doesn't cover at least the ending of Disc One. But it's got to go in a Disc Two
0: because there's, there's so three. much of the game. They're left. doing a trilogy, aren't they? Yeah, but
1: if you've done if the first game, if Remake is just Midgar. This game, like, you can't have the third game be disc two and three, because yeah. how are you going to do that? Like, th- Rebirth has to be disc the rest of disc one and then <coughs> at least, like, half of disc two. Yeah, like, at the very least. Which means there's so much that we haven't seen, if that's the case, um, as to, like, how they're going to handle
0: all of those elements. Good, because, um, I mean... They need to do more of that, especially with fucking Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, they do. Which is why I think it's such a good trailer, <coughs> is that you know we don't
1: see a great deal in it, which I think is nice. But there's just enough to get you thinking. Like you know you get to see Yuffie, you get to see you know Red Thirteen gameplay, yeah, um, which looks great. You boy. get to see you know like what what it looks like r- walking up towards Junon. Um, you get to see bugenhagen which obviously you don't know what is is. that yeah um but when you see like when you see like all the planets moving around and it's like a cgi scene you got the the old guy um i even like remember a, that that's like a major moment in the in the og of like figuring like understanding the live stream as a concept yeah um that's really cool Michael. um it's it, it was just a great trailer and it's you know it leaves even me thinking what are they going to do with this and Mm. you know i'm still i'm still apprehensive because i'm still like oh god i'm just worried as to how well this is going to follow not it's not even just about following the events of the original game like i'm i understand it's not doing that like they're going to take it differently like i get it i get it yeah but i just wonder like by doing that are they going to disregard the the themes that made final fantasy 7 so strong and mm-hmm. resonate so strongly with me are they going to yeah. go in a totally different direction that's just going to give it a different meaning um i guess what we can do I is just find hope... out
0: but it's good when yeah. remakes do that though when they take the core aspects the core idea of the original and then almost yeah. create something new out of it so like yes, that's what uh, i agree and... four remake has done like it's so different from the original <laughs> but also very familiar yeah and i that's that's my biggest hope from seven remake
1: is that i don't need it to retread the plot one for one that's just not necessary but i do i do need those themes to be intact because otherwise why is it why is it called final fantasy 7 that's true if it's not if it's not about the same thing final fantasy 7 is about Mm. like and it's very cool um which is something they absolutely could do i'm just like just a bit apprehensive just based on the compilation and yeah i mean you've not had a good experience with
0: fucking uh Crisis Core so Ah uh, boy. Well, no, <coughs> crisis Core, Advent Children, Dirge of Cerberus, gaga. terrible. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about Crisis Core is that fucking line I don't even know what that um. means. It's just gobbledygook to me. Yeah. But it's
1: you know, it's 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 one of those things. We'll see how it turns out. I mean I I appreciate that Zack was absolutely not in this trailer, which is great. I just didn't need to see his fucking face. Um so that's, so that's he'll be great. in the game though. He'll definitely be in it, surely. He will, well he will. He was in the first trailer. Oh, he was there, also there in he's also in remake too. He, he shows um, up in that
0: scene where there's loads at of At the very end, yeah, he fights people. all the soldiers. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, does more is I'm a steep. soldier.
1: Um. So there's that. Um. But yeah, we'll look, see how it turns we'll out. We'll see.
0: We'll see how it turns mm. out. We certainly will. We certainly will. We've got um, both sides of the coin here, to be fair, because you've got someone who's very yeah very familiar with the compilation, someone who's only played like less than half of the original the the OG Final Fantasy Seven. So yeah, and I'm it, honestly it's, interested it's, to see how i i almost i almost just want to wait to play the original until after all of these remakes have come out just to, mm-hmm. just like a social experiment just to see how i yeah. react to it without prior knowledge
1: i as much as i really want you to play the og first because i want you to get final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. before you're given final fantasy 7 in a way that it's like could, yeah. could be totally different yeah at the, at the same time like i don't think many people Know as little about Final Fantasy VII as you do, and also <laughs> haven't played it, like, mm-hmm. and have no intention to play it. So, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you I, I playing play it Rebirth, I did
0: have fun, but like, I almost the idea of playing the remakes without playing the original is interesting to me. I, it will be interesting to see how much they like because
1: i'm wondering like obviously like they've said to people like oh it would be really you should probably play crisis core before playing rebirth which to me is fucking insane <laughs> the concept because crisis Core ruins final fantasy 7 not just like <laughs> not just like ruins it as in like it's shit i mean like it's spoil it's a spoiler it spoils <laughs> the game you like it, don't, it it'd be stupid but yeah. like it'll be interesting to see you going into rebirth and any of the big moments like how they translate some of the stuff that happens in disc one and disc two yeah like it would just be weird for you to finish the remake trilogy <laughs> yeah. and that's what you think Final Fantasy 7 is and, yeah, like and then whether, can whether go it back makes and
0: sense. fully complete the original and go, ah, oh, I can either go, that was so much better or, ah, oh, that was like, I can see where the remake was going or, ah, oh, that was shit. I, don't yeah, know, I, I think... can't imagine myself completing the entirety of OG Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 and my takeaway is that was shit. I, can't, I just can't <laughs> imagine that happening. <laughs> I, I,
1: it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how closely they follow it and just to see What that experience is like for someone that just doesn't know what happens in final fantasy seven yeah um that's what interests me
0: and when it comes out we can come back on here and we can talk about it
1: yeah yeah that'll be yeah that'll definitely be interesting to see i mean when when the remake trilogy comes to a close and you finally play final fantasy 7 og you know i'll be
0: 30 Thirty something. <laughs> I mean, if the horse in even going at that point? <laughs> oh, if it's got the legs for seven years, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! Oh God! Fuck. Um, oh, God.
1: but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that, that goes when we come to it. Um, moving on, the Xbox event was <coughs> next. Fable um, Starfield. We've got a few things. So, Fable, obviously, we got a trailer. What did you think of the tone of that trailer?
0: I thought it did pretty well. Uh, it's called yep. what that's, what's that, what's that dude's name? Something uh, I I, I Wadi. is that his, name? What's his uh, name? something like that.
1: Sounds similar. To I, like what that I like that guy. I like that guy.
0: He's a funny yes. English comedian and funny yes. guy. and that's
1: what Fable Fable does that a lot. You know, you get the classic English actors in yeah. Fable. That's classic. You know. I hope Reva shows up. Jonathan Ross well. and um, Stephen Fry. is that his
0: name. Yeah, yeah, yes, Stephen Fry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, John John Cleese. Yeah, As there was well, fucking was in loads Fable, of lads. Lads. They should have had Ricky um.
0: Gervais. They should put <laughs> should him in. Rick Actually, Gervais. no, they shouldn't put him in the new one. He, he could, album. he could
1: show up and be like, "Fuck the Christians Fuck and Christians trans,
0: and people. trans <laughs> people." Trans people, they just, they just don't, they just don't like to be challenged by comedy. Okay, it's weird though because this is kind of a, it's kind of a different avenue of conversation. We'll come back to Fable, but it's weird yeah. because during the XFM podcasts trans people come up at certain points in that podcast and he defends trans people quite quite adamantly i think think it's because ricky gervais is very much a champion
1: of that sort of stuff like he is very progressive he just jokes about everything like yeah. his comedy isn't what he actually thinks no and whether you agree or disagree that you should be making those jokes at the expense of you know particular minority groups mm-hmm. you know is valid if you think that that's wrong and bad that is also that's valid you that's know okay. i can't i cannot disagree with you there yeah but i think that ricky gervais himself i don't think he hates trans people no, if he does, he does i'm willing to be staying corrected but yeah, i think yeah. that he just i think that his comedy just revolves around mocking every being person a imaginable.
0: I mean, he, yeah. he's admitted many times that he likes being annoying. He likes annoying yeah. people because he just yeah. finds it funny. Yeah, <laughs> Which I guess at that point, it's like, you're just annoying people. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. There is a certain
1: element of it. I mean, I, I, think, I think most... Of, I mean, I think Ricky Gervais is pretty funny. Most I, of the I time, like I, I, I think he's funny. Like, you know, he's... In, and, and, you know, you look at some of the stuff that he's written in, like, you know, every show that he does... That you know is a comedy show at its core. There's also like genuinely very moving and emotional like human. Yeah, stories yeah, like season one of
0: Afterlife. I mean, even season I haven't watched season. There's a third season I now, mean, I've watched. There it. is, there is. I watched yeah. season one and two, and they were pretty tear-jerking because he's a yeah. pretty good writer for like emotional yeah, stories sure. and stuff. I mean, even Derek, like Derek, made me cry. Like that's how. Yeah, well I got the same out of the office. Points. Oh, I actually like, never watched the the original off the UK off. I've never watched oh, it. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah, but it's so
1: like it's just great. Like <clears throat> you know, the end of the Christmas special was like it just yeah, it got a fucking tear out of me. Like that was it's just so good. Yeah, um, and I think Ricky Gervais is you know it's it's a complex issue because it's it's the issue of like even if he doesn't mean harm, there's an element of it's still causing harm and it's like then it's like oh yeah i get that argument like i I get it but i also think it's more complex than just don't joke about anything like this because it's like i don't know it's It's who you
0: are the way in which you do it the your audience like there's so many different facets of you know making a joke about a certain audience or a certain like group of people yeah it's about reading the room i guess on a global scale <laughs>
1: yeah and i think i would say in the current <clears throat> climate of like trans discussions i think it would be better to not make those jokes because even if you don't yeah. mean it and you're just making it as a joke there's yeah. a lot of people that will go oh fuck yeah ricky gervais hates trans people just like me yeah, yeah fuck the transies yeah. and then it'll become like, like this figurehead of
0: like anti-trans and it's like, like exactly
1: ah, exactly and it happens yeah. to a lot of people and i think i would personally be like yeah just probably just stay away from that
0: honestly yeah. but, but obviously ricky gervais know. is personal moral compasses; he, he has his beliefs about comedy and what he can joke about and people can tell him to not joke about stuff but it's with, he's with in his right to continue if that makes sense yeah it's a yeah it's <clears> a, a slippery slope a but yeah that's situation. the Ricky Gervais <inaudible> part of the podcast Segment. back to uh, Fable. back to um, fable yeah I thought I actually thought they got the tone pretty pretty good to be honest yeah, um, it I did too take yeah. itself seriously enough that it <clears throat> it felt like you know this is the next big installment in fable but there was also a nice bit of comedy in there a bit of sarkiness bit of classic like british wit it just yeah. felt fable-y and it made me quite happy because i was expecting it to just be the saints row equivalent of fable
1: yeah exactly i think <clears throat> i think the only thing that i didn't like was the last line of the trailer oh, i don't remember the bit it. where like uh, what is it hang on let me go let me go find it real quick because it w- it made me go Ah, oh, i don't know about that uh-huh. but like Everything else was good. Let me find a fable trailer. What is it? What happens? It's like she's cut off saying "fuck" or something.
0: Oh, and then in fable, the fall from grace in fable three of that guy saying "great big giant bosoms." And now, (laughs) now look at us. We used to be a fucking nation.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So what happens is (coughs) she's grabbed by the giant, and then she looks at the camera. And says oh fuck but is cut off before she can finish saying fuck and i'm like that i don't know i don't (laughs) know just let her say fuck it's let her say fuck but also don't break the fourth wall and have a look into the camera because i'm like that's true that's a bit that's a bit saints Rowy. that's a bit the prince never
0: did that in fable 3 like the the protagonist and they never did that no. It's, it's you know they don't know the audience is there but they are a little bit goofy like, that's what fable yeah. is don't be like giving me deadpool yeah. fable all right i don't you can that. you can
1: have it's like you have the <coughs> devs sometimes speak to the audience through the game mm. but the characters like aren't in on that like yeah. their yeah. their world is very much their world like yeah. yeah i don't know about that bit but everything else i thought was tonally pretty on point it um, did feel
0: like fable yeah. it, f- it felt good i was pretty yeah. happy with it and i'm looking forward yeah. to seeing gameplay instead of just these cutscenes, which were they were running an engine weren't they they were natural yeah they were they were there was there was there was a couple of moments where
1: it was gameplay like but not real games like, like, not like, raw gameplay. Gameplay, it's like it's but it like, was like
0: yeah i know yeah. what you mean like animated to look like gameplay running in engine but not how gameplay is yeah. gonna look
1: yeah it's like the gameplay will obviously have a camera behind the character you'll have the you know the ui it'll be a lot more it'll be less you know cinematic yeah yeah so there's that but like one of the animation (coughs) directors or one of the people that worked on animating said like oh this is one of the combat animations that i worked on so it's like okay so that is actually what the game will look like in motion okay um but
0: it'll be you know it'll be you know Looking forward to it. Trailery, give me a fucking reason to use my Xbox because Xbox has not given me many good reasons to boot the shit up. I've been using my Xbox solely for the past few months to just charge my vape. That is that is the only reason (laughs) I turn it on. (laughs) And to play Look, I'm fl- an I'm, game look of MCC. Phil.
1: Phil Spencer probably loves that because you know does. cross if media. <laughs> you fucking bought one. It's the most expensive vape charger in the world. That's true.
0: They probably don't care as to why I bought it. To be honest, I mean, I bought it to play Halo Infinite at sixty FPS. Halo Infinite and, turned out to be yeah. fat shit, and now <laughs> I don't have. I've got this console that I, I fucking bought it from scalpers. Like I I wanted it so bad That's before so before fucking Halo Infinite came out that I bought it at a massively inflated price. Oh, so Phil Spencer will be mad at you then, because you didn't even buy it from Xbox. Yeah, oh, fuck you, Phil Spencer. Fucking make better games, you prick. <laughs> Stop fucking pushing well, Game Pass, you cunt.
1: That's the thing, right? This <coughs> Xbox event was actually really fucking good. It was actually really great. There yeah. was a lot of good stuff here, and mm. it shocked me that Xbox had the best show out of all of the shows we've seen. They really um, do. Because Fable looked great, but then you move on and you've got, like, obviously, <coughs> you know, this next this next one is multi-platform. It's not obviously, you know but it adds to why the show was good, which is the the remake of Persona 3, uh, Persona oh. 3 Reload, which is which is coming out. Didn't they on, release like a Xbox, port for that? Like everyone said, well, shit. They did. They did release a port. And now um, they're
0: remaking it. Fucking and they're hell.
1: releasing a full remake, which looks like Persona 5, Ooh. but it's Persona 3, which is, which is nice. I still need to play um, Persona 5. And I think one of the core things about Persona 3's remake that I really appreciate about it that um, Flash was telling me about um, is the the way that the people that are making this are approaching it is very different from that of Final Fantasy 7 Remake in the re- Final Fantasy 7 Remake is really trying a remake. to take yeah it's not it's not a real remake but also they're trying to take all of the elements of Final Fantasy 7 so the original the compilation the movies the books all of these additional elements mm-hmm they're trying to take all these things and make it just one unanimous project which yeah. i get it that's fine if that's what you want to do yeah but the issue with that is that so much of that stuff is contradictory to final fantasy 7 both in universe and just thematically yeah and i think that what it <coughs> ends up making is a bit of a mess whereas the persona 3 reload team and particularly the director has talked about the way that... So Persona 3 had a couple of other versions of it. So it had Persona 3, the original. It had Portable, which was... DS. Added a female protagonist. And I maybe I think it was DS? I'm not sure. Um, but it added like... Yeah, like a female protagonist, which which had a c- completely different story oh, get and get that fucking wokeness um, out of my fucking game. yeah well, i agree Play get the women. forest out of my <laughs> games um yeah i mean fable had a lot of forests in the trailer i um,
0: can't believe it
1: but uh the, and then the other version of persona 3 was persona 3 fes which again added like a totally different element like a whole new expansion sort of section into the game which a lot of people consider to sort of not really fit with persona 3 and to be sort of a bit different and again change things Mm -hmm. and so to make a version of persona 3 with all three versions where they all sort of come together would just be a mess like it just wouldn't work properly and that's what the director's saying is that there are certain elements that they'll take from those versions that will enhance persona 3 Mm -hmm. but what he wants persona 3 remake to be is a game that Stays true to the heart and soul of that original game because he finds it very special and very important, and he wants to translate that to new audiences, yeah. rather than just making this version, which is just an amalgamation of every single Persona Three re-release. Yeah. Which I think is really admirable, and I like that. That as is a, a cool decision, an
0: approach to it. Yeah, because um, if they did so have all cool. those other versions of Persona in there, they could market that as like, this is the greatest Persona Three experience you can have.
1: Yeah. Look at this. All this bonus content was added over the years. Yeah, but they're not yeah. doing that. They're, that's like, cool. It means is, they can
0: focus on the core yeah. experience.
1: Yeah, and this is going to be the truest, the truest Persona Three experience. Yeah, ideally, you know, hopefully, yeah, that's what remakes so. should be. That's really cool. Um, that is cool. And talking about Atlas, who made Persona, they mm-hmm. also announced their new game as well new at IP. the Xbox Showcase. <sighs> yeah, new IP from the guy, the, I think the, the, the lead director guy is the guy who worked on Persona 3, 4, and 5. Mm-hmm. So right away after Persona 5, they started work on this, which yeah. is called Metaphor Re-Fantasio. That sounds mental. That's how you say it. Plus, um, fucking and it's... Japanese developers
0: making these mental games. <laughs> what's it called (laughs) and it
1: takes uh, metaphor Mm. re-fantasio and it takes um it takes elements from persona but also it implements new things it's very traditional fantasy with a lot of like little sci-fi elements in there too um it's got you know similar elements like persona has with the you know the the daily sort of you know going about and stuff you got your calendar in the corner and things like that mm-hmm. um but it's a sort of new ip from the creator or not creator but the, the director of the most recent persona games that people you know know so well um and it looks really cool is that a woman floating head
0: oh no it's not she's just low down <laughs> on the art <laughs> I, thought, I thought her head was like on the floor <laughs> oh you've googled it right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i was looking at um looking at some pictures of it all oh, main character has Epic. Yeah epic moment it looks, looks, it looks cool. very cool it looks cool I, I think it looks great especially like you know
1: having played persona you can see a lot of the elements where you're like oh that's very personary mm. um but it's also very new and different um, I, I really do like the like screenshot of, of the games. guy riding his hover sword through a city um, Hover sword looks, looks sick looks so shit. sick hover sword. Um,
0: let's see if it fucking comes up hey, You motherfuckers not showing me the hover sword it's
1: if you search if you just search up the game it's like one of the first screenshots it's just him there's hang on let me copy the metaphor re, re fantasia and i'll send you the link uh, i sent you the link
0: there oh, oh yeah it fucking shoot yeah, yeah show me the
1: image
0: Ah, ah fucking hover gone. sword <laughs> oh it oh, looks cool. really nice though the environment looks super 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 cool yeah, I think that's going to be a cool game. So got like a little fairy woman, little Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah, a fairy woman with you. The UI looks fucking mad. True looks that. So nice no cool. little uh, like bottom right like artwork. Yeah, It shows the dude's face. Yeah, see like the pause menu and stuff where you've got like your skill items, equipment, party menu and stuff. Looks so cool. I like how um, it says afternoon as well. It Tells you what time of day it is. It tells you the the fucking weather forecast 27 degrees celsius yeah exactly very persona that's very persona i nice. was gonna say i've never even played persona but i know that it's got that sort of shit in it yeah
1: looks really cool i'm looking forward to that one we're always be glad to cool see game. new ips yeah and that looked very very cool i mean talking about new ips one of the ones that was a little bit disappointing was avowed um, <laughs> oh no by obsidian no which no. was when they first teased it it was, it looked like a, it looked like their answer to Elder Scrolls, but when they actually showed it off, it looks a bit more like Outer Worlds, but it's medieval. Yeah. But there's also guns in it,
0: too. Uh, yeah. It just looks a bit shit. Oh, how the like, mighty have fallen. The people that made Fallout New Vegas, the greatest RPG ever released, and now they're making a Vowed.
1: Yeah. Like, look, I could be wrong, it could come out, and it could be great, but there's elements of it like that remind me of the things that I didn't love about the Outer Worlds, which is yeah. stuff like every planet looks fairly similar, just with a different color grading. Yeah. Um, and it kind of looks like a bunch of different areas that look very similar, and it's just like got a different color grading over the top, and it's
0: like. The uh, fuck is this It's article? a bit whimsical and silly. Avowed is basically Xbox's Elden Ring. What the fuck what, are you want? What? About? Fucking Xbox game has rant. Elden Ring. Game Run. Game. Yeah. All the fuck. Fucking Joshua Duckworth from Game Run. You can fuck <laughs> off. They'd be using a vowed and Elden Ring in the same sentence. You but yeah, up. I don't know.
1: It looks. Yeah, it looks like a game. I don't know. I, it might be. We I, we've not seen quite enough. I just the trailer was a bit underwhelming. The thing like, that
0: would yeah. make me want to play it is if it had the same. I just don't think. <sighs> Fallout in Vegas is so new, unique in the way its characters are created and the way its story is told and the way you can approach the world that I just don't think anything Obsidian can make will ever reach that level. Like, the conversations you can have with characters and the philosophies that are brought up. And I feel like those are... Thing it was like lightning in a bottle for New Vegas. You just can't do that again. So it's like I'm, I'm not even going to expect that quality again because it's impossible yeah. to re- to recreate. Have you played New Vegas? You haven't, have, have you? I still I was, haven't played it yet. No. I believe it. It's going to change. I was going to play it at the start world. of this
1: year and then I just didn't because I just didn't have time. Yeah, well, but, wait uh,
0: until you have time because it's one of those games where you want to yeah. really appreciate it. It's just there's, it there's like no part of that game that I think is like half-assed. It's all quality. It's yeah, all so I'm definitely good. gonna
1: play it. I just need to find the time. Maybe I'll do it. I usually like play a game over, uh, like sort of the Christmas period. Yeah, year, cause yeah I yeah. kind of take a bit of a break. I might do it then. But then also that will be just after Starfield. Like, do I want to play another? Yeah, sure, that might even soil right the experience after. for you. Yeah, maybe we'll have to wait a little bit longer. I don't know. That's we'll fine. See.
0: New Vegas is going nowhere, and it's getting no worse. But, it's yeah, just brilliant. Um
1: yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a little bit of avowed uh yeah. we also saw some more of hellblade 2 um, oh hellblade my favorite not a, not game a gameplay series. demo or anything but a, a cut scene. uh yeah the, you'll fuck everyone people will bring it up in chat when we were watching the trailer for hellblade Everyone was like, What the fuck was George saying when he said it's Hellblade not a 9 out of 10? I
0: still stand by it. It's not a 9 out of 10 game.
1: You're right, it's a 10 out of 10 game. It's not that You're either. Right.
0: With the gameplay I was witnessing in Hellblade, it is not worth a 9 out of 10. The story, it... visuals, acting can be as good as you like. If the core gameplay loop is not fun, it is not a 9 no, out of 10. No, I,
1: I agree, but I also think the gameplay gets a lot better. Like, it's so, it's, it's actually really weird how Hellblade goes from being. Why well, is the first to... half of the game shit then? That's think, not a 9 out of 10 either. Know. It's not. Yeah, no, I don't either.
0: know. No, I, I would still say it's probably
1: uh, an eight at the most, probably.
0: I, I, I will um, happily replay. It. I still need to get around to it. I, I have intentions of replaying it. But there
1: are, there are ten out of ten elements of the game, but it's not a ten out of ten game by no, any means. Because
0: if the fucking first two um, hours of the game weren't enough to keep me enthralled, then no, the, the, I mean I was seventeen as well, so I mean it's I'm the, a different the beginning guy is now. also, the beginning is also
1: weak. Like I, I stuck with it because I was just like I'm gonna stick with it, mm. but if it just i depressed wasn't streaming me. it like if i wasn't streaming it i probably would have checked out too to it be honest really depressed me
0: but maybe I mean, that's, that's the point maybe like, that's because is... i've i've formed not because maybe i've formed a better appreciation for depressing games now so maybe i'll go back to it and be like oh i really appreciate that now but like at the time it fucking i remember closing the game and yeah. thinking thank god i've stopped playing that
1: yeah no 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 i i definitely feel that and i I kind of that's kind of what i think is so good about it though is like i definitely felt that when i was playing it yeah. like when i finished it i there was a sense of relief that it yeah. was over but yeah. i love that's why i think it's just so good i'm like god i've never played something that made me feel quite like that
0: but maybe i'll appreciate that that feeling a little bit more now you know because yeah, i mean that's one it's... of the reasons why i love dark souls so much when i first played dark souls 3 i was like "Fuck me this game depresses me but it feels like a journey, so I'm gonna keep yeah. playing it. <laughs> like I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to psych myself up for like an hour before playing Dark Souls Three when I used to play it because it scared me of how depressing it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, as well.
0: But the, the thing is with Dark Souls is you have that constant like
1: egging on of like, oh, I just beat a boss. Okay, I can play for another hour. Oh god, like, yeah, yeah. At least you've you got know, that like dopamine you, rush. Like you feel, you feel like at your wit's end, and then you finally beat a boss, and you're like. Uh, I'll keep going yeah, bit, I guess yeah. like, but with Hellblade you don't have that like, yeah it's, it's constant just, oppression constant yeah, adversity constant. And it never gets
0: it never gets yeah. better for her she's just it's, constantly going through it
1: <laughs> yeah and
0: the, the ending is just
1: really good and it's just like yeah I can't wait to see what they do with the sequel Like, and it looks graphically
0: like, it looks insane insane yeah. it does it's look insane. insane like that tra- the first trailer I, did, I remember watching it when they announced Hellblade 2 or whatever it was It did look really cool. Like, uh, I don't remember much of what happened in it, but I just remember thinking, wow, that looks good. Um, I'll play it again for sure, and I'll probably be like, fuck it, you know, I'll platinum it just to fucking show everyone, look, I've played your fucking game. The first one was on PlayStation,
1: wasn't it? Oh, the second one's not! The second one's not, it's Xbox. Yeah, because Xbox, Xbox have got some buying these days. fucking
0: studios, not fucking cultivating their own. Oh, I'm gonna buy this fucking studio. It's fucking now, now it's cru- now it's fucking exclusive.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whereas PlayStation, they go, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this studio while they're small and build them up.
1: Xbox need to have their own platinums. Like that would be cool. Like if you had your own platinum achievement that you could get. That would be really cool. Yeah, I'd, that would, I'd like Yeah, that, that would be lot. cool.
0: They should do that. They could call it like an Xbox Gold achievement or something like that. They'd probably come yeah. up with their own stupid name for it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I'm so yeah. anti-Xbox. I don't actually even care that much. Like, you'd think <laughs> I'd get really into, like, console wars <laughs> debates. I actually don't care that much, but... That's funny. It's the, it's the tribalism, man. It's the tribalism. Yeah. PlayStation have treated me uh, right. True. That's true.
1: Um, but that's Hellblade 2. Uh, we also got to see... Uh, another game I called cool was Clockwork Revolution. It's very Bioshocky. Um, Is that
0: that's not the one that's made by the creators of Bioshock? Is it?
1: No, it's not. Um, who's it made by? Let me check. Let me fucking check. Where's the Exile or Insile? That's what they're called.
0: Inzile In- oh, Entertainment. Oh yeah, but Revolution does look very BioShock In- Fucking hell, it looks very BioShock infinity Fucking yeah, Christ,
1: it does, it does, and I think it looks pretty, pretty fucking cool to be honest. I like it. Like. Cool they got little, like a like, like weird mechanical dudes. They got like a time sort of element, like time manipulation element to it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, being able to like reverse parts of the world and stuff. Okay. Um, An alter, you know, event so that it changes. So it it feels similar to Bioshock Infinite in the different universes, but instead of it being different universes, it's like the same one. They just yeah, use time travel. Time. It looks um, interesting. Looks interesting. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah, looks pretty cool. But that that's that. Uh, we also saw some more. We got a release date for Forza Motorsport, the reboot. Yay!
0: Um, which is sick. Forza oh, I think that looks Motorsport. Cool. If I was more into like traditional racing games, I would be down for it. But I
1: just can't
0: be bothered to play it. Can't
1: wait! I can't fucking wait for this. I'm so excited for this. It It one, it looks sick. But also, what I love about Forza as opposed to other racing games is how it controls. Like, it's not like Forza Motorsport is this perfect blend for me between a racing sim. And yeah. an arcade racer, yeah. In the way that, like, you feel fucking good when you play a Forza game. Like, mm-hmm. you, you you have so much control. Like, you it just feels good to drive. As but opposed, it can to, like, spin a... out
0: quickly. Like, if you're not on yeah. it, like, it can still go wrong. But you do have, yeah, you have a lot of yeah, control. Yeah,
1: it's. It's way more focused on like the action of racing like mm-hmm. th- that feeling yeah whereas you know a normal racing sim is more on the intricate details of like changing gear and slowing down and like they they. i don't want to say they're boring because they're, they're, they're for a particular audience yeah, but yeah. like forza is always like it's so fun and action-packed and mm-hmm. i like the motorsport side of it a lot more than horizon because it's it doesn't have the annoying people that talk to you all the time, which hey, I can't stand. You've just joined
0: <laughs> the Horizon Club.
1: You were right, mate. Yeah, like, they're all fucking
0: <laughs> cringe losers, and I hate them. They're all Cara Delevingne. Um, I mean, she was in a Horizon game, actually. She was one of the fucking radio was, announcers. <laughs> um,
1: God. but I like the motorsport, because it's a bit more serious, a bit more grounded. Yeah, I like yeah. the career mode of, like, building up your cars and, like, you know, shooting them and yeah. go entering into these tournaments and stuff. Like, I like that about it. Um... Must yeah, i so, progression. Yeah, I'm, look- I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be cool, like earning money and stuff. What are they going to
0: call and... the next one? I don't know. <laughs> what, what, two? <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to call two, it?
1: Two, but with letters instead of a number. Oh,
0: it will be, won't it? It'll be fucking yeah, Roman maybe. numerals. Everyone's oh, maybe. I, numerals. I meant letters like oh, it spelled I mean, like out. Like oh, okay, the okay, word okay. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Maybe they will do Roman numerals, yeah. Everyone's doing that. Fucking Call of Duty Modern Warfare's fucking doing that. Oh, yeah, that maybe do something like that. Or,
1: yeah, who knows? But that looks sick, so that's cool. Um, yeah,
0: for the most motorsport. Sweet. Yeah, looks very
1: good. And then the last thing I've got here, other than Starfield written down, was City Skylines 2. Oh. Looks cool. Got God a them. release date for that coming out in October, I think.
0: Epic. Um, Better than SimCity. That looks cool. That looks very cool, and I'm excited yeah. for that. Nice little fun bit of city building. You get to look after your little yeah. peoples in your city, and just hope that there's no terrorism. Hopefully, that is a great that's, worry That's actually of mine. the new. That's actually the new uh, feature <laughs> of uh, City Skylines 2. Is that if you don't look after your <laughs> people, they will commit acts of terrorism against you, and that's just <laughs> how it is yeah that's yeah that's yeah def- <laughs> that's
1: in the game i can't wait can um, banger the game of the year but the obviously final thing from the xbox event the big thing was it is starfield. what we all
0: care about starfield yes did you yes. watch the direct no <laughs> i didn't uh,
1: did you see anything
0: i saw a screenshot of man walking through town wearing a cowboy hat it looks like uh. Fort new vegas
1: there was it. Was really good. The director was really good. It it took me from like a sort of apprehensive like intrigue. I was like, you know, I was I was interested in Starfield, mm-hmm. but they like the stuff they showed. I was like, holy shit! This was Todd is Howard the... there? Todd Howard was there. He did the commentary yes. on <laughs> um, But the it, it feels like the successor to Skyrim. Yeah. The, the game that's like you know, Fallout Four was you know it was Fallout Four. Fallout New Vegas was shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> what? New
0: Vegas was shit? What are you on about? I mean, full up 76. <laughs> not new, <laughs> Not, new, <laughs> not Vegas. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people that play 76 say it's better now, but yeah, I can't oh, imagine fuck them. Look, I can't imagine it's the cultural reset that like Skyrim was, you know? It's no, like not at all. It's probably moment. like. Look, they've probably made it a bit better,
1: and yeah, you could probably have a bit of fun in it. True, but true. Fuck I mean, you, I'm not playing
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, people's fucking people's uh, standards are so low it's like they'll fix yeah. one tiny thing and people will say the game's fucking amazing now right, they added NPCs
1: it. it's actually fucking so good now. they added like, a yeah, fundamental but, part know, of
0: Fallout it's good now
1: are the NPCs like compelling do you love them do you care about them no, Like, do they not. give you quests that are like incredibly interesting and like the dialogue options are like branching in a way that allows you to control like is it good or is it just a a thing that is in the game it's probably just a classic like like, MMO
0: NPC that just regurgitates the same three lines and you hand in some items to them at the end of the day and that's it (laughs) yeah
1: well you know maybe it's not maybe it's amazing i don't know yeah, i'm not gonna make either. any claims all right but it's shit I so am. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> new vegas, that was shit
0: <laughs> 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 i was uh, flabbergasted no. honestly nobody somebody no. <laughs> clipped that, <laughs> <laughs> nobody take that out james of saying don't that fallout 4 was all right and then fallout new vegas is shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck uh yeah but fallout new vegas didn't have codsworth did it so, that is true it did yeah, man, have those that. little handy machines though it did have them yeah, true. But true. Have they lo- with. they float around and stuff. They um, do. but yeah, Starfield looks insane. Like it the stuff they showed, I just was blown away by all of it like from the ship customization to the character creator and backstory and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, the way that, you know, you 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 know, seeing someone like in space and then Walking around the interior of their ship, and like you can go to like you know spaceports, and you can hire crew to work on your ship. And what? there's loads of different like you know s- squad members and like companions that you can get to come come on your like you know on your ship. They and get they have to their come, own come on you. They get to they get to come. <laughs> in. Mean, sometimes they do because there's romance options Whoa. in this game with your companions. With your companions. So- yeah, so maybe you can get them to do just that. If someone you want, make Lydia you so mod, choose. please. Um, I'm sure that will happen. I need at to some marry point. Lydia. <laughs> Finally, it, it, it just looks so fucking cool. Like base building, like you see someone building a base and they're like walking around this base they built on this planet and there's all these cool things like a little coffee table with a newspaper on it. I'm like, that's fucking cool.
0: Yeah, um, I love that. But it just, it just looks so cool. Yeah, I like, have to so watch much. the. Uh, I have to watch the thing. How long is it? Uh, forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes, fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. Christ! It's, it's a forty-five-minute direct, and
1: I just didn't want it to end. I was just fucking loving it. It Shit. was so good. Crikey! It was very cool. Just I'm so sure it'll cool be an impressive game.
0: I'm I'm looking forward to it. If
1: they can pull it off, they can execute all these things that they're talking about. Like mm. it's just going to be like it is going to be the next Skyrim. Like it's it's one of those games where you're like, this is you know, yeah, this generation's one of those. They need to make sure that it
0: releases in fucking working order first. That's what I need them to do. Well, Todd Howard has said that this, that
1: that Starfield currently has... The least bugs out of any Bethesda game so
0: far. Oh, so it's only got about 100,000. Okay, so it's it's okay. That means nothing to me, Todd. No, it it does mean nothing. You've lied in the past and you said it's just a feature, not a bug. What are you on about?
1: the the (laughs) The thing with Starfield is, and the thing with Bethesda games is, you know, they are buggy, but... They're, like, the only games that I don't mind they're that much fun. when they're buggy. Like, when Skyrim came out, was it fucked? Yeah. But was it great? Also, yeah. Banger. I mean, it's so, still fucked to this day, but it's still It's still amazing. fucked. You have to fix it with mods. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> yeah I don't even endeavor to do
1: that. <laughs> but it's fucking great. It's fucking great still. So. Yeah, it's is banger. You know. So, yeah, that's cool. And Starfield looks, yeah, stellar. Really, really cool. Um, yeah.
0: Great, nice. great stuff. And Xbox did this. I have a video
1: on it, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they go did. Watch they did it, bits. Go watch it. And there was tons of other things they showed that I didn't include on my topics list, but um uh you know, they were just small little things. Halo Infinite season really four, about, announcement. Yeah, what well, they finally added ranks. Halo well, has ranks did. now in the next update, and they put infected in, or it.
0: infected or whatever the fucking it's called. They did do that too. Yeah, and but they were wait. I'm uh, yeah, they're waiting. To I'm just, i for a lore reason or some bullshit like that. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, I am just
1: I am so excited that I can level up in Halo.
0: Like, I might play Infinite again. Now I have fucking ranks.
1: I probably won't. Yeah, but then like... you get a
0: rank and you go, what do I get awarded for for this rank? Oh, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Nothing for yeah. It. Do you want to yeah, get Halo's armor? There. Go in the store, buy the battle pass. That's your only two options. You can't progress yeah. otherwise. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, <laughs> so maybe I won't play Halo. a Halo but, um... game where customization is like paramount to the experience. It's like part of the DNA of Halo multiplayer, but no, you got to spend loads of fucking money if you want to do that
1: oh my goodness it's the yeah. platform
0: for halo for the next 10 years boys oh no it's not they, they, got, they got they they realized it's shit and they were like no we can't do that
1: have they backtracked on that officially? yeah they're
0: not really seeing single player dlc for it anymore at oh all. right yeah 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 so they're probably just gonna do like halo finite <laughs> that'll be the next one <laughs> <laughs> halo finite <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah this series don't have legs boys it's finite as fuck this is a finite story. Just um, Chief, we've talked about that. We've talked about that a few episodes ago. I think we talked we about We have.
1: That. We do talk about this every single episode. We do, but yeah, it's Because
0: it's, it burns me. That? It hurt me. You release it's Halo really 5, hot. and then you come it. to me with Halo fucking I, infinite on my fucking daughter's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's even a reference to, to be honest. Have you even watched? Yeah, I was going to nope. say, you've, not, you've definitely not seen <laughs> The Godfather, have you? No. um <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's a good movie. I, I recommend it's watching The Godfather. People it's always good. say. I like it a lot. That's a great film. Who's that? Scorsese. did yeah. You make that? No, it's uh, oh. uh, Francis. Ah,
1: uh, shit. Wait. Francis Nganu. Godfather. <laughs> uh,
0: Francis Full Coppola, that's oh, it. Oh, Bagger. What a good director. Yeah. One of my favourites uh, that I love. I watch all of his films. Yeah. yeah I don't know much he's... about film. She's good. Scorsese
1: was Scorsese was uh, Goodfellas.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, the other big one. That's true. Another
1: mafia-based film. Um, but yeah, those. Okay, so those are our topics. The, the The only thing we've got left is to talk about the sixteen demo. And yep. before we do that, I need to go splash myself with some cold water because it's fucking That's hot okay. in here. And I'm gonna just die. Cut this, just cut so this give me out. give me a second. I'll be back, folks. When yeah. I cut cl- my fingers, I'll, I'll be back. Okay. Here we go. And I'm, I'm back, everyone. Hey. How you doing? I am. That's not sweat. That's water. He's a um, wet man. I'm soaked. I'm drenched. But I feel good. Back in the sauna of a room, though. Back in um, the fucking sauna. So, there you go. Let me. I'm just gonna dab my face a bit because that probably is annoying to look at. Actually,
0: soaking, <laughs> wet, dripping with water. Absolutely dripping gamer. That's okay, not what you I think want. We're good. Um,
1: but yes. Okay. So. Final Fantasy 16, the demo came out, taken the gaming industry by storm, and we've obviously both played it. Uh, yes so, indeed. at the top of the top of the discussion, what are your initial thoughts? Well, okay, so before that, spoilers. We're going to talk spoilers. Oh uh, yeah, there's
0: fucking spoilers, lads. Obviously.
1: So if you don't want to hear spoilers for the Final Fantasy 16 demo, a prologue, it's the first, like, two hours of the game. Yeah. Just, uh, don't watch this. Use the timestamps. Skip this bit. Uh... Anyway, yes. Yeah, so thoughts on the demo overall as a opening to the game? What do you think? I
0: thought it was a bang. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like the world of Valisthea. Um, I like the introduction to all the characters, like Clive and Joshua and their dad. I forgot his name. I don't remember his name, but he's a cool guy. Elwin. Elwin, yeah. the boy. He was a v- He was very much sort of Ned. Uh, Ned Stark sort of character. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously they what was it they watched see like for dialogue scenes they watched some game of thrones to sort of influence and you could see the game of thrones influence in a lot of like the the scenes where they're talking about warfare or like they're around a table and like talking about you know stuff it's it's very game of thrones-esque which i thought was pretty fucking cool actually um Mm -hmm. yes it's a solid solid introduction to this new world i think i'm super interested to 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 figure out uh find out more about the dominance and the icons and different like kingdoms that exist around the world and to see how the world functions as well because obviously we've got a little tiny view of the world map uh in the demo and it's like just a small small area of it um i don't know if it's it's not a full open world is it it's like hub based
1: Yeah, it's like got little like regions that you visit that have, like, explorable locations, and then yeah. you've got, like, the, you know, like we saw with the, the the castle that you're at and stuff, you can kind of wander around that. Yeah, the Ros- it, so.
0: Rosaria Castle, whatever the fuck it's called, is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. The so. Duchy of Rosalith, whatever the fuck it is, I don't even remember.
1: Oh, Rosalith Castle in the Duchy of Rosaria. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the uh, the real-time law tab thing as well, yeah, or the yeah, active... Yeah active whatever the fuck it's called, is that what it's called yeah active time active lore, yeah. time law well that shit was so cool i used use that at every opportunity i could get because the world yeah. is so interesting i want to learn as much as much about it as i could it tells you about the different kingdoms and like you know the the relationship between kingdoms and like i don't know the bit where you go into the swamp it tells you about the goblins and like that area and stuff like that it was yeah. very cool i was i was very i was enthralled by it to be honest i was didn't want it to end when yeah, I was playing it, I
1: thought that was very, very cool. Some cool stuff there with the lore and stuff. I such, like the active time lore.
0: Yeah, yeah. From like a gameplay standpoint as well, it's such a huge upgrade from fifteen. Oh my! Oh yeah, god, the 100%, combat. I mean, works. you could tell because they,
1: with, with, with <coughs> development on the combat, they got um, people from uh, Platinum Games. To, to help on it, who have worked on Near Automata. Ah, I see. Um, as well as people from the Kingdom Hearts team. Yeah, boys! The combat director was someone who worked on Devil May Cry 5, which yeah, is a game yeah, that got really good.
0: Yeah, banging uh, combat. Response to the combat. So you can really feel that, yeah, for sure. You can. It's It, it works, it felt good to play and of course you've got like the phoenix blink ability which felt really similar to noctis's weird little blink ability he's got in um he's got in 15 it did feel very similar but obviously way more sort of just fun to use I don't have to use it to fucking recharge my magic whenever I'm out of ether just super annoying (laughs) just having to latch onto a point and just hang there like a pussy um (laughs) It just, it just feels so good to play. It's got a nice little dodging system. A lot of dodging how you can time it, and it's almost like a perfect dodge, and you can repost. Um, yeah. <clears> magic works a hell so, of a lot better. It's not some stupid item you put in your inventory and you can only use it a finite amount of times, and then you have to go to a firestone and recharge your fire. Fuck off. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Why they put that in fifteen, I don't know. They've simplified yeah. it a lot more. It's nice. Uh, Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good time. Nice. No, sixty FPS though.
1: No, there is performance mode, but it's not good. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was fine playing in thirty. It was okay. Yeah. It'll do. No,
1: I think yeah, yeah. I'm not a big FPS. Like, I obviously if I can play sixty FPS, I prefer it. But you know, I'm 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 fine with thirty, especially when it looks so nice too. Oh, it looks insane. It one looks of those things like it's definitely one of the nicest games I think I've ever seen. Like I I think probably the only thing that looks, you know, similar like in its visual fidelity is maybe like Horizon Forbidden West might be the only thing that looks as dense mm. visually. Mm. You know. Um so Last it's... of Us Part
0: Two. That's also like a great looking game. But I there. also think
1: The Last of Us Part Two definitely has better like facial animation and stuff but there's Hmm. just something about i think it's maybe the the style because obviously uh, the last of us uncharted they go for a more photorealistic look whereas you look at like horizon forbidden West and final fantasy 16 obviously very stylized to look you know different um, (laughs) while still you know verging on realism yeah yeah um and i think I, i like that about it i think it just makes it nicer to look at for me personally i don't know but definitely a gorgeous looking game oh yeah it's beautiful um Like, that that moment when you first get to wander around the castle area, and you can just see, like, the castle towering in front of you, the people in, like, the little camp and stuff. It looks so good.
0: It looks so good. I mean, even the bit at the beginning when, um, what's it, fucking, what's the face, Shiva is fighting Titan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was mental. I mean, I was blown away by the fact that I was playing in gameplay and Mm. these just two colossal gods were fighting around me. It was like, what is happening? I'm playing... This is real time. So good. Like... Yeah, and it's... Like, that's what's crazy to me about,
1: like, that whole Titan-Shiva fight is that it's not CGI. That, like, it's real-time yeah. in-engine cutscene like some of that I just couldn't believe it like the smoke coming off some of those oh, God. when they like fired the like catapults yeah. and they hit the ground and there's just all this smoke like how is that real-time in-engine it's it looks insane. insane like when
0: there's uh, the two armies clashing against each other and it's like mm-hmm. Yeah. it just it blew me away i was like this looks like the um the cinematic cutscene for a realm reborn in in the plays when you sit there on final fantasy 14 for too long and i've watched that cutscene far too many times yeah, it, yeah. Lo- it looked it looked like that like just that level of like visual quality but it's in game it was fucking insane
1: yeah it's really really <coughs> wild it definitely shows the like you know the full capabilities of the ps5 um which yeah, is, definitely. you know it's it's really really nice but um yeah like i mean i agree with everything you said like you know the lore was great world building was great you know learning about all these different kingdoms and stuff and i like that you obviously you have the active time lore, and you can read up on it more if you want to or you can just kind of (coughs) like read into it through like the the game itself and i think that like helps with the flow and the pacing because like it gives you what you need to know for the story that's happening mm-hmm. but like learning about the history of the Duchy of Rosaria is not important for Clive's story like no. you don't need to know that no. but if you want to you can like you can read about that stuff yeah and you can read about the castle and you can read about you know you know the Archduke and stuff and I think that's really cool because sometimes games get bogged down on giving you exposition where it's kind of unnecessary yeah it's and like I think it's they've it's there they've... but it's
0: it's not needed for yeah, the immediate yeah. story they're trying to tell
1: exactly and i think they've managed to balance that nicely and that regular combat gives you a really nice view of the world for all the reasons you need to know about it but then the active time law gives you that little bit extra yeah. and i think you know, that's really cool and they've said that once you get to i think it's once you get to sid's hideaway um you'll be able to read up on all that stuff at your own leisure so it'll save all of it and you can nah, go through nice. and can read it in like a sort of database so good old sid um, you, gotta,
0: you gotta love sid in cool. all of his incarnations
1: you definitely have got to love Sid. Been through some very different incarnations of in his day. <laughs> that's true, he really has. Um, there has been some interesting <clears throat> Sids, I will say. Um, but, yeah, that's all really cool, and I think they do this, like, really good job. And it, it reminds me of Game of Thrones, and I've talked about this in the video that I'm editing, is that, like, the way in Game of Thrones, when you first start that first episode, when you finish it, you don't know everything like they don't give you a big exposition dump at the start so you understand every character where they're from what they're from is like like you know what's this town like like you learn it through experience yeah so like you don't learn about king's landing until sansa and Arya go to king's landing yeah. and then you start to learn about it through their eyes because they've only known winterfell yeah so it's like you know as these characters go to places like when Tyrion gets stuck in the veil like you start to learn about that yeah um, when John goes, you know, to be with the Night's Watch, you start to learn about that, and what's north of the Wall, and it just builds out this this world all through yep. experience. You have to be listening and paying attention. It's and like through the characters' quite, you know, eyes,
0: like through their yeah. experience. You you're on that journey with them. And that's yeah, a very exactly. organic and way of building a world, I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and <clears throat> Final Fantasy sixteen does that really nicely in that, like, yeah. you learn about things just through conversation and experiencing it. Like, you learn about their like spiritual beliefs, when Jill talks about praying to Metia, the red star that's near the moon, mm-hmm. um, like you just learned about that it's just a nice little custom that you're like, oh, that builds out the world a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Or... So their
0: traditions and stuff like that. And I yeah, also exactly. like learning about how the different nations treat their dominance because it's like obviously certain kingdoms revere their dominance and they're like you know treated with great respect, but there's other nations that fear whoever. Receive the power of the icon, and they're like sort of downtrodden as a result of that. Which so I thought it was quite interesting how different yeah, I really cultures the... around the world interpret that.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it was cool to learn about the way that they handle magic in this world mm. because, like, it was very interesting learning through. Obviously, you meet the bearer and his slave master, and there's that conversation with um, Clive. And then you can go up and you can see that one of the other slave masters getting his bearers to refill the well with water uh, yeah, using yeah, magic. Yeah. And it's like it's very interesting that like, you know, reading about the brand and the fact they're branded at birth and then they're enslaved because, you know, you like magic is so finite in this world and the crystals are running out. And it's like the bearers can make magic without the need for a crystal. Mm. And they're so reliant on magic in this world that they have to do that. And yeah. like so bearers are seen as like subhuman mm-hmm. and it's this very interesting dynamic and like you know exploration of 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 you know the way that those people are seen and like, i just think it's very cool as a way of setting that up and as it well cool. the, you know yeah. you see that clive ends up with one you know one of those marks on yeah him, so i noticed that i was like well. i was
0: like why is that dude have the same tattoo as clive i was like what what's that yeah. all about and i yeah, guess you've answered my question there that's what it is yeah and it's just quite cool that it's
1: like oh clive ends up like that and you know like (coughs) replaying the demo you notice at the start when he sat around the fire you see him like touch his face where he's got the brand Mm. so he's sort of like you know thinking about the like what he is now yeah yeah you know he's seen as subhuman and i think it's going to be interesting to see if over the course of this game clive you know can change or somehow can change the way that the world perceives those types of people yeah like god knows where this journey is going to take him but well
0: yeah i mean it seems pretty crazy because i mean i originally thought before playing that that clive was a dominant but he's not from birth at least because he becomes he becomes the dominant of ifri doesn't he well that's the thing right so like
1: there's been a bit of discussion around what happens at the end of the demo and yeah. i thought it was obvious what was happening but some people have been like oh i have a theory that clive is ifrit and i'm like wait i thought it was obvious that clive was ifrit like well i thought that right? was what
0: they did in the marketing material anyway with all the red colors well, yeah, and stuff yeah. like he's ifrit is very yeah. red so i just assume that's what it was Yeah, I Um, thought so too. But in that scene, I don't think Clive is controlling
1: Ifrit. I don't think... No, no, no. It it clearly is something that awakes from inside him. Yeah. And he has no control over it. And, like, when he... At the end, and obviously we're kind of skipping around a bit, but, like, when he sees Ifrit kill Joshua, you... Like, he's seeing it through Torgul's eyes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because he says Torgul at the end. Yeah. Like he, he just It's just, like, some random line. He's like, Torgul. And it's like, why is he mentioning Torgul while he's watching his brother get ripped to shreds? Because yeah. like, he's he, seeing it through Torgul's perspective. And,
1: the, and he thinks it's someone <clears throat> else. Like, <clears throat> he's like, oh my god, who's this, you know? But it's him. Like, it's obvious, right? Like, yeah. it is him that killed Joshua. He just yeah. doesn't realize it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because also, like, you see when Ifrit shows up, Murdoch dies instantly. He's vaporized. Mm -hmm. So, like, if it wasn't Clive, he would be dead too.
0: Yeah, because on the spot. Yeah, that's where they're like, "Oh, the rubble must have saved him from the flames." It's like, nah, it wasn't the rubble, bro. Nah, he was Ifrit. That was the point. Yeah. Um, which is why he's
1: also still they like. It's so. It's actually. It's way too obvious. Like, he turns into Ifrit. Like in the like, they find him there too. Mm. Like. And it's just like it just i don't know it just made it made i mean sense i guess me. I, I think that's
0: i just went into it with the with i thought that to be honest before even loading up the the, the demo i thought clive was the dominant of Ifrit, and that's just how it was like he was the flame god i didn't know the phoenix was even in it like i didn't even know any of that shit i was just like i assumed clive is the special ifrit bearer and he's just one of the many people that have the power of the icons yeah.
1: So did I. I thought that too going into the demo. So that's why I was really confused about people theorizing. I'm like, wait, I thought we already knew that he was Ifrit. I'm so I was just so maybe it's deeper
0: than that because he he sees he sees Ifrit killing the Phoenix through Torgal's eyes. What if what if he's not the dominant of Ifrit, but he can still control the icons? like it's not just one that he's able to control he can control multiple of them.
1: Well, well that that's the thing, right? Cuz over the course of the game you do pick up icon's powers.
0: Yeah. So
1: it so but I do think like I think it like it makes sense that he's ifrit from the start like mm. because he like because like murdoch says like oh another icon of fire that's impossible yeah yeah so it it makes sense that in his bloodline where normally the icon of fire is phoenix as was granted to joshua like normal Mm -hmm. for some reason clive didn't get phoenix but he got ifrit this dom this icon that's never been seen before it's crazy
0: that in their universe ifrit is the one that people have never seen before yeah when he's like so (laughs) iconic Um, yeah yeah
1: but it's like, yeah, it's clearly something that awakes within him. That's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like another version of him that lives inside his head that yeah. he does has never seen before. Because also, you see him
0: like multiple times in the demo, like clutch his head. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Which is no. a classic Final Fantasy thing when they want to yeah. fucking explain anything, the character starts holding their head and he's like, "What is this? It hurts! It hurts!" They also Shit they also fourteen as well seven.
1: They play they play the same uh, sound effect that plays in Seven Remake when cloud gets his <gasps> headache things it's Reunion. the same sound effect i mean there I is a weird why, hooded but...
0: man that shows up to clive and says one word to me <laughs> oh <laughs> god it's the same guy from seven <laughs> remake don't, same don't do hooded man. <laughs> oh my god um
1: but yeah it, it, it so like it's very clear that he's got something that's trying to break out like yeah and he says like i i took <clears> the scene because when it happens to him when joshua is turned into phoenix and he's trying to save him it happens and he says he says no not now And I feel like that must imply, right, that, yeah, it happened to him once earlier in the demo, like he got a bit of a headache, Mm -hmm. but... Short, this must happen to him a lot. That he I says assume that, that's what like, he was
0: referring to. He was like, not now, as in, I need to be on my feet. Like, I can't be impaired yeah. with a headache. I need to be yeah, 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 being yeah. able to save Joshua. I saw a theory that was like, oh, maybe fucking Clive is like a warg, like, sort of from Game of Thrones, and he can warg into different beings so he could potentially warg into the, the icons themselves. That's why he was seeing it from Torgle's point of view, because he warged into, or the, for lack of a better word, warged into Torgel. um Yeah, I, I, like I the, think...
1: Th- I think maybe, but I also think maybe it's only Torgle. I mean, like, you can
0: play as Torgle, can't you, as well? So that makes, that makes sense, to be fair. He's I don't gonna... play as him, but he is what? a party member. He is your party member. I swear if I read somewhere you can play as Torgle.
1: Yeah, I think you can command him and like t- tell him oh, to that do that must stuff. be what
0: they meant by play but you can also i also read that you can do that for other party members as well you'll be able to tell them to do certain actions you can't control them like you no i don't, don't think
1: i don't think you i don't think you can well i guess yeah, I mean, you, when don't, you, you don't control anyone when you're but... playing
0: with uh when you play as joshua during that certain bit and you're with that other dude i guess you couldn't control you couldn't tell them to do anything or even when you're playing as clive in the swamp you couldn't even tell them to do any abilities there so maybe it was just a yeah. bit of misinformation on reddit that I'm... i saw
1: i'm pretty sure that you don't control any party members all you can do is command
0: toggle to do things yeah um i would have liked a bit more of the party system to be in it to be honest because there was so little of there was like none of that in final fantasy 15 but i guess maybe it would have been like a 15 situation where it's like you can tell them to do these abilities it's so little you may as well not have it at all Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yeah
1: Yeah, I th- I think I'm okay with it because the combat feels like it's going to have a ton of depth, and I'm yeah. like, I get that. But I don't I don't think I want it to become like the norm for Final Fantasy because a, no. a large portion of Final Fantasy is managing a party. Yeah, I like the party aspect. Like, no. I used to
0: be very against it, but I, I like the party aspect of being able to you know switch. I, I, like I love it in remake, like Final Fantasy seven remake, where you can just switch yeah. character. Like I, I like that. But I also do like how they're going with it in 16 as well. It's fine too. Like I'm not mad about it yeah i think i'm, I'm, I'm totally Fantasy fine purist.
1: with it i think i'm totally fine with it as long as in future titles we still get an element of party in there somewhere yeah, yeah. because
0: it'd be a shame to like, lose that
1: yeah because it's a huge part of the game is like managing a party and having that you know that system so there's that but yeah. yeah i think that yeah just yeah everything everything in the demo was very very good and it just leaves you on that like the performances were tremendous yeah, they were really like good you know to like right at the end when when clive is like calling out and crying out for if it's oh god stop. that shit was disturbing like, dude it was so like i was just speechless like it the camera cuts to black and you can just hear him just like beating the shit out of yeah phoenix. and You're like, like
0: oh my god you think at that point that the phoenix is sort of one and it's sort of like oh, okay if it's gonna fuck off now but dude just jumps up jumps onto joshua and just starts wailing on him and like like grabs his fucking beat like stomps on his beak and shit and starts like, ripping his wings off and stuff like it's so yeah. fucked up that's was it's just horrible and you to can watch
1: hear, you can hear joshua <laughs> calling out for clive as yeah, well oh. and it's like oh my god it's just it's just so much especially like after they spent the whole demo establishing this really nice relationship with joshua and clive yeah it's like they um,
0: neither of them have the biases that others have towards them if that makes sense like you know joshua yeah. looks up to clive despite everyone thinking that he's almost like the dark child if that makes sense and then yeah clive only wants to protect joshua and has nothing but love for him like no jealousy whatsoever even though that he was sort of meant to be the dominant um, it's a really nice little relationship between them, and to see that, I don't think Joshua's dead. I don't think he's dead. I think he is. But why would they spoil that in a demo? Well,
1: it's the opening of the game. Like, I think that's just like I don't think jo- I think Joshua was supposed to die, and that's the that's the start of the game. That's and like then the we move catalyst on, for like, Clive to yeah. To move and it's forward. like yeah, it's like now we see how Clive grapples with the fact that he killed his own brother and it's like I mean, yeah, it's where's that story gonna take him story yeah but there's also the potential that like Phoenix's biggest ability in Final Fantasy is Flames of Rebirth that yeah. revives the whole party I'm like is it possible that like and the thing with Phoenix as well is like like in real mythology like you know not just Final Fantasy is when Phoenixes die they come out of the ashes there's another reborn from the ashes yeah. so it's like is you know but there's also then there's that metaphor of like well in the death of phoenix and joshua will clive you know after that. going on yeah. this character journey will he will he be reborn from the ashes and i think that there'll be a moment in the game where clive has to relive those moments mm-hmm. and i think he might get to speak with joshua but it'll be like in his head sort of thing uh, it'll be
0: like when when uh noctis gets to talk to luna after she dies
1: yeah maybe something like that like, like, like it'll be this sort of scenes because I think it's going to be about Clive having to confront that trauma and overcome it yeah. to, you know, to, you know, defeat a great evil or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, one of um, those
0: power of brotherhood moments.
1: Yeah, and I think it'll be this internal conflict that'll probably culminate in him having to relive the moments of that prologue. And, you know, Joshua will maybe, like, give him the strength it'll to, be like, you like, I know, overcome you... it or something.
0: Or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, you know something like that but, but you never I mean, know you thinks never thinks know he's where it's dead, going to go but I mean, he still thinks he's not dead but we'll, we, we will see it comes out in three days so I mean we shall see we
1: shall be we <clears> shall see it's, it's very exciting and there's just you know so much to look forward to to anticipate you know yeah. to see where they take things and it just it's like the 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 level of quality that the the game has and like it did exude quality
0: it really did yeah
1: it's like this just like level of prestige is the word that i've been using like there's a certain prestige to it that final fantasy always used to have yeah like final fantasy was final fantasy like one of the biggest and most popular franchises of all time yeah it has
0: fallen off a little bit
1: it's felt like it's fallen off in a lot of ways, and obviously people love fifteen. There are those people like you know it has a large fan base. I like and, it. You know, Fourteen is successful, and it's just
0: it just drops the ball. It just it doesn't even drop the ball. It smashes the ball into the floor, and the ball goes through the other side of the planet. That's yeah, how badly and, and, they fucked that up. And also the combat's so shallow. It's shit. It's just I never once Final enjoyed Fantasy. a combat encounter. Yeah, it's not. It has yeah. the paint of Final Fantasy. And it feels like a final fantasy world but it's like it just feels like this weird bastardization
1: yeah and you look at like 13 didn't do very well i don't even know anything
0: about 13
1: nobody talks about 12 Mm. like for a long time i didn't even think they made one i'm like i've never heard of final fantasy 12 in my life that is true so it's like the last time that final fantasy was this huge beloved critically acclaimed franchise it was 10 and that was 2001
0: true so i mean you can't really even count the you know, mmos in there because they're not no, mainline it's not the games same like it's not it's the, yeah it's not the same thing it's not like, the same 14 like 14 is 14... beloved it's now like one of the yeah. if not the biggest mmo in the world yeah it's but a global it's success not but... a traditional final fantasy game in that sense
1: yeah it's not the same thing that shows that like final fantasy's back it's like well, yeah. final fantasy can do an incredibly successful mmo but can they make a great single-player RPG? I don't know. They haven't done it in a while. Yeah. So, you know, is this going to be... I, I mean, to me, like, Final Fantasy sixteen, it feels like this generation's Final Fantasy 7 Like, the Ooh. game that is just going to hit everyone the mainstream away. audiences. They're going to be just blown away by the level of quality yeah. and scale and storytelling that it's just going to be, like, this insane game that they're going to be trying to replicate for
0: years (laughs) and they're going to be chasing that 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 fucking good because then we'll just get a bunch of shit games (laughs) again um yeah but whilst i was playing it it did feel like they were like oh you didn't like final fantasy 15 we'll fucking have this that's what it felt like you know it's like this sort of triumphant return almost it was obviously i'm not a huge final fantasy guy but I know the the acclaim of the series enough to know that it has fallen on hard times a little bit. Um, yeah, and to see it back in such an extravagant way is very cool.
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely got this feeling of like every like it's firing on all cylinders. And it is,
0: it, yeah, it is.
1: Like it just doesn't stop. It's just like constantly like no, we it's make like, like atmosphere, it's
0: just, storytelling, gameplay, st- yeah everything, visuals, yeah. soundtrack it's yeah, all it's, brilliant
1: it's really good and it feels like the true like it's difficult for me because i've obviously only played final fantasy 1 to 9 so i've not played the post sakaguchi games who is the the dark um, ages <laughs> yeah well the, i mean like hironobu sakaguchi created final fantasy and it was his like you know his thing baby. that he just deeply wanted to make and it yeah. was you know he with final fantasy 1 he'd been working in game design for a while but he'd not had like this true like success yeah and he was thinking about going back to studying law and getting a degree and doing that but he was like his mother like was a big supporter of him and like convinced him to you know to, to just give it more time give it a chance put your all into it and you know if not then obviously you know go back to something else and that's when he made final fantasy and pitched it to square enix and they like because he hadn't had a lot of successful projects mm-hmm. they were sort of like yeah go ahead do whatever you want
0: yeah like we might as well just make him, it just i guess him. yeah and
1: it became this fucking huge success I and mean, that's of why it's called
0: final fantasy isn't it because it was like his last chance at making a game
1: yeah well there's been like d- different claims on this different i people like have to headcanon things, that it's a cool fucking I it, like it is fucking cool that. yeah it's like the and final think...
0: fantasy like his last yeah
1: because I, I think sakaguchi said that that's not really true mm-hmm. but uh
0: it's symbolically true
1: uematsu has said no that is true that's what happened okay but
0: maybe maybe he just likes the romanticized I mean, it is cool I, um, I i like that i'm gonna headcount that regardless even if the man himself comes out and denies it <laughs> yeah it's very
1: cool but it's i just i like that every final fantasy that he's worked on has this particular feeling to it and mm. like you know there's a lot of elements of Final Fantasy 7 that are influenced by the death of his mother and stuff and yeah like he worked that into the game and like this sense of like you know loss and stuff that's you know comes in a lot of later Final Fantasies mm-hmm. and you know I've so I've finished all of the Sakaguchi games and he was a, he he oversaw Final Fantasy 10 and and uh, bits of 11 and 12 I think but he was never but he wasn't a developer like he wasn't directly involved in the production of those games after Final Fantasy 9 still- and this
0: does he still work what? with Square Enix,
1: or is he is he is he uh, any no. bit alive? I he's alive, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't he doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah, for yeah. um, fortune, doesn't he? Um, same as uh, Uematsu as well doesn't compose <coughs> for Final Fantasy anymore. Although he did do Seven Remake. So oh, the boy came that. back. But yeah, it's it, it, this game feels like it's very much. It's obviously doing its own thing, and it's got its own flair <coughs> to it. Yeah, but there's a part of it that just feels like it has that sakaguchi element to it that just Mm -hmm. feels very special like it feels like it understands final fantasy yeah um in this very like i don't know and it's in a subtle way like it's not overt but it just feels like a final fantasy game you can see the dna in there like there were certain
0: points where i had to remind myself or i was reminded by the game that i was playing a final fantasy game Because it does feel very different, but it was almost like like that bit where you fight the dude in the armor, and he's with the he's got the spear, and he's standing on that fucking spire, and it's like you got the moon in the background, and he's like got this uh, elaborate ornate armor, and he's like one foot standing on the top of this fucking building. It's like that's so Final Fantasy, like like moments like that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It is fucking, oh, it's so fucking good i can't yeah. wait for it
1: it was very good and i think that it's just got that element of final fantasy that final fantasy has been missing it's kind of been treading water for a bit mm. and it feels it's like
0: footing, finally
1: yeah it feels like it's regained so much of what made it so good like i've been i've been replaying final fantasy one just in sort of anticipation of 16. yeah yeah and there's so many parts where i'm like this just feels <coughs> similar yeah like like there's just so many little bits like the, the castles and the knights and the
0: well this you know. is the first final fantasy game i'm playing that has that like the knights and right, stuff yeah, and yeah, the yeah. castles and the kingdoms and stuff because like i mean final fantasy 15 like it had aspects of that but it's like the first traditional fantasy final fantasy that i'm playing yeah, ever
1: but like doesn't have cars yeah and yeah guns yeah and exactly
0: things like that yeah that's yeah, true it's, it's, it's the first final fantasy i'm playing that doesn't have fucking guns in it and cars and machinery yeah and like magitech and stuff like
1: well i mean you never know really because final fantasy since day one has been a one of the coolest things about final fantasy one is the way that you're playing through this fantasy world and then all of a sudden you're in one of these dungeons and there's just a robot and you're like wait what why is there a robot here (laughs) and you, you you talk to him and he gives you this item and later on you find this sky fortress by this like ancient civilization and it's just really fucking cool. See, that and it's shit like is this, cool, though. There's <laughs> like it's it's like, all this sci-fi stuff that's, like, worked its way in, and you're like, oh, shit, this is... I didn't expect any of this. I
0: suppose I don't mind the sci-fi... I actually really like the sci- sci- sci-fi stuff being worked into Final Fantasy. That's one of the sort of standout features of the franchise that I really like, how they they marry fantasy and sci-fi pretty well. Um, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see a world where that's not at the forefront. That's not, like, the main sort of... Because, like, Final Fantasy yeah, VII, sure, you've got, sure. like, you know, fucking midgar which is an insanely like futuristic city and then 15 which i've also played which is you know it's got massively futuristic cities in that and like you, you, yeah, you drive a car on, for yeah. most of the fucking game so like, yeah to, exactly to play a game exactly. where yeah. it's like the focus is on the medieval fantasy almost is, is pretty cool i mean I guess it's before yeah, yeah. medieval but it's like year 800 or wherever it whenever it is so it's even earlier
1: yeah which um, is it's very cool and I, I think that like i wouldn't be shocked if final fantasy 16 has some sort of like ancient tech or something in yeah, there yeah yeah. at some point I wouldn't but be the against fact that it. it's not the fact that it's not the focus is like cool it's a nice because that's what fresh, made yeah. final fantasy one through to five so cool yeah was that like there was always that sci-fi element to it but it wasn't a sci-fi game like no which is i think what makes it so cool it's almost like horizon in mm, a way horizon's yeah. very final fantasy in <laughs> yeah, the, yeah you're, you're in this like medieval fantasy worlds almost yeah with with sci-fi tech that kind of just like shows up like
0: that must have know. been somewhat of an inspiration for for horizon it must have been to some it extent must be. like the 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 duality of 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 fantasy and technology or the duality of i don't know what did you even what did you refer to it as you know what i mean you know what a fucking like, mean. Fa-
1: fantasy fantasy and sci-fi yeah really. fantasy
0: and sci-fi yeah that's the best way of putting it
1: yeah and yeah, I think sure. I think that's very cool and I think that like it'll be interesting to see what they do with 16 whether that's there or whether it's not because if it if it's not there at all that's also just as interesting as if it is yeah because like Final Fantasy's never done that before yeah exactly it's always had a sci-fi element somewhere so if they don't have one at all it'll be interesting to see mm. no you know if that's the case or whether there is like this, you know, other layer that they're not showing us because they don't want to spoil it, sort of thing. Yeah. Like so, you get so you can have that Final Fantasy One moment of like, oh shit, I didn't realize this was here. Yeah, and this yeah, this is where we were going with this. That would
0: be cool. Um, either way, I'm happy either way. To be honest, I'm um, yeah for sure. I also like sure. the concept of the uh, the mother crystals, like the mountain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like whatever they are fucking magic crystals that the nations war over and stuff and obviously you've got the Iron Kingdom and the Duchy of Rosaria that are fighting over the mother crystal closest to their both their territories and stuff and that's really cool how like yeah. not everyone has access to 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 this magic that they need because like yeah, other final yeah, fantasy so. worlds like i mean like like 14 for example there's aetherites fucking everywhere whatever the fuck they're called yeah um all over the place and it's like no one really wants for magic in that universe but in 16 it's yeah they're making a point of it being like something that is rare it's a commodity yeah it's a commodity yeah
1: yeah which is cool and that's what makes it so interesting that you see you know because it's a commodity the fact that some people are born with the ability to use magic they're commoditized like yeah that shit's insane
0: yeah i didn't put two and two together to be honest when um i went over to the well i thought it was just like a mage guy i didn't think it was a fucking slave i was like oh god right yeah that's that's what's going on like if you re- if you read the um
1: the the active time law entry about it yeah it tells you all about the bearers and their brand and everything
0: which is see i only realized just... the active time law was a thing when the game told me it was which is after you talk right, to your and father that's after that yeah, yeah so yeah, i yeah. was like oh i have gotta read all this shit well not yeah. shit because i was loving it but yeah
1: yeah that's it's very very interesting and very cool and it's I think that's what also like I like that it bakes it into the, the gameplay into the story and that because Clive can use magic and is a bearer like he's able to use magic and it, so like there's a reason why he can unlimitedly yeah. like use magic like he doesn't he doesn't need fucking like ethers and stuff
0: yeah yeah like which what is, was that um just cool when he wins that fight and he goes over to Joshua and he like collapses and then joshua gives him like the blessing of the phoenix what was that that was just like instilling him with his oh so like okay but then he's like oh you shouldn't do that is that because josh is ill josh was joshua was yeah yeah, he's sick and he yeah
1: yeah he's like using his energy because it must use a lot of energy for a kid to cast like kiraga or something that is
0: true yeah that's very true which you can
1: do when you play as joshua which is quite cool yeah you You can can I saw that on the
0: uh the the i never actually needed to use it but but it was pretty I used it cool. just because I wanted to see what the animation <laughs> looked like. <laughs> it yeah, looked pretty cool. <laughs> Gotta love Kirago. Honestly, I fucking love it. Oh, so what did was, you, you know... think about one last thing I want to talk about? What did you think about um, uh, Clive's father's death scene? Oh yeah, well I mean
1: in trailers we'd seen that scene, but. I, do- I didn't remember, like... Well, oh, so you saw him die. Oh, okay, okay. What, you, you see Joshua's face get covered in blood yeah. in one of the trailers, mm-hmm. and seeing that scene in its full was like, oh, my God. Like, I did not expect that that's what was happening in that scene. Yeah. Like, I thought Joshua would, like, get in trouble and, like, he'd get, you know, blood on him because he was, like, in, in the middle of a fight, but I didn't realize it'd be his father's blood. Yeah, that like, shit being was insane. Like, killed in front of him. And, like,
0: decapitated like, as well, like...
1: Yeah, it's... It's so... Like That honestly the whole ending. Like they spend the entire prologue building up all these different characters and then they just kill everybody. Yeah. Except for Clive and Torgle and I think Jill is alive too. Yeah, I mean she's She's, she's, she wasn't there.
0: Jill is the dominant of Shiva though, isn't she? I believe so, yeah. So she she survives for sure. Yeah, and so she'll be alright. She's literally an ice god. She can deal with some flames.
1: Yeah, and that's that's cool that, you know. these characters like like Murdoch and Elwin, um, you know, and Tyler, Tyler and Wade. Like yeah. they, they oh, all God. die, um, and it's like they don't die in way like they die because of like the the fallout of Joshua and Clive turning into their icons. Yeah, like that is what kills their allies, which is just horrible. But like really cool as a like a part of the story. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it is cool because it's like which I like. Clive a lot. will obviously blame himself. But if he finds yeah. out that he well obviously he'll find out that he's ifrit but when he finds out that he's ifrit yeah he'll obviously blame yeah. himself for that because i mean he he watched ifrit tear his brother apart and yeah, finding exactly. out that, that that was him would be traumatic
1: yeah i do hope like i i wonder because obviously the demo ends and obviously we find we find out that his mother orchestrated it and was behind it and she you know, yeah, that shit like, was insane,
0: fucking bitch. She's just like the Cersei character.
1: Yeah, she like kills her fucking handmaidens and just wanders off. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. honestly, what I loved about that scene so much is that she goes to kill Clive and then she changes her mind because of her fucking arrogance. Yeah. And like yeah, that's yeah. gonna come back to like she's gonna regret it's that. It's gonna bite when, her in the ass. When Clive finally can, you know, fucking cut right off or whatever. Honestly. he will um, have all
0: the powers of all the gods and he will just fucking smite her. Yeah,
1: and I think when that demo ends, we don't know if what happens next is we return to the modern day mm. where we started or whether we get a little bit more in the past.
0: There must be like, um, like at least a tiny bit more, like showing him being taken by the Empire, whatever it was. Um, that's what it is, isn't it? That's what they're called. The Empire, yeah. Yeah, I love how there's always
1: the there's Empire, always an empire. <laughs> yeah. It's always an Empire, and that's another thing that's based off of like the stuff that Sakaguchi always did because. He bases a lot of Final Fantasy off of Star Wars because he loves Star Wars. Oh. So it's like that's why there's bigs and wedge in like every game yeah. and why um <laughs> yeah. there's always an evil empire. And yeah. Final Fantasy 4 is very much like a Darth Vader
0: Luke Skywalker story. That's amazing. Um, amazing. But that's
1: that's really cool. Well, I but, mean, you know, yeah. it is a
0: fantasy Star Wars, isn't it, I guess. So you can glean a lot from that. Take a lot of yeah, inspiration. exactly and i think like this you know
1: i i I do wonder whether it'll carry on straight away or whether we'll go back to the modern day and maybe get another flashback later on or something
0: yeah like when he has Um, a particular experience that brings but brings forth that memory yeah because
1: it was like him being in the battlefield where we would see shiva and titan come head to head we then get the flashback of when phoenix and ifrit
0: fought yeah which is like makes sense oh i can't wait for more of that the god fights were just so cool it was cycle, just the, yeah. seeing the true power of these final fantasy deities like you you rarely see what they're truly capable of like in a realistic yeah. sense or it's like they just wreak havoc across the across the earth like just yeah their battles are so incomprehensibly cataclysmic that it's just like it leaves the the land scarred like it's it's so cool
1: yeah for sure it's it's almost <clears> like they're <throat> the these different nations like nuclear weapons yeah basically
0: like, basically it reminds me of <laughs> it reminds me actually of the story of Naruto um the reason why Naruto is so strong in that show and obviously why the story follows him is because he's what is known as a gene shuriki which means that he has uh, one of the there's like these big god creatures that are basically like the gods from Final Fantasy called the nine-tailed beasts and he has like uh, oh, a yeah. fox spirit inside of him and um from each nation, each nation has a Jinchuriki that has the spirit inside of it and they basically use that as a way to even out the playing field. So it's like, if you try and use your Jinchuriki, we're going to use ours and it's just going to be like mutually assured destruction. So it sort of, yeah. sort of reminds me of that of that. Yeah, like that it's, is like similar, a, it's like a nuke. Like it's like, you know, if you use your icon or you use your dominant, we're going to bring ours to the field as well. That sort of yeah. thing, which I think is pretty yeah. cool because it shows the, yeah, the power like balance between nations and stuff and who's willing to... to employ their dominant who's not <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's it's yeah. cool i can't wait to see more of that like i just i just i love the concept of there being people that are chosen at random to bear the power of these mighty gods and they have yeah. to just deal with that and grapple with it it's just such yeah a cool i think concept. it's very cool
1: so yeah. fucking cool it definitely grounds the the you know the icons or the summons in a more like interesting way yeah
0: yeah um,
1: that makes them cool because, like, summons are used differently in every Final Fantasy. They always manifest in a different way yeah. for the story to, you know, function and stuff. But yeah. this is definitely one of the more interesting ways of using them, which cool. I think is is cool. It's very um,
0: grounded in the story.
1: Sure. Yeah, and I think I think probably the, the the one thing I would like to see um whether it's straight away after or whether it's like down the line with another flashback as i would like to see clive learn that he's here for it because yeah yeah if we i would assume in the modern day he already knows right like there's no way he's gone 13 years and not realized it was him yeah that would be a bit weird if like you know he spent 13 years of his life thinking it was someone else well, When um, those
0: people are saying, like, at the beginning, when they're saying, like, oh, you can't die here, this plan hinges on you, I assume that was a situation where it's like, we know you're the dominant of Ifrit, we need you, because you're the only one that right. can do whatever this is, sort of situation. Um, that makes sense. As in, like, yeah. he's... If it wasn't him, it would have been Joshua, but obviously he's now the the fire god or whatever, so they need him for whatever they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Be cool. yeah, that makes sense of like... It reminds me of, um... I oh, not actually that's spoilers if you're ever going to watch it i don't, don't want to spoil Sorry. it attack on titan i don't want to spoil it oh i will watch it i will watch it at some point yeah, yeah i won't spoil
1: that um, um but yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense so hopefully yeah i just would like to see the moment he realizes because yeah. i think it would be quite a powerful scene Definitely. to have it for him to realize that not only did his brother die and he couldn't stop it he's the one that did it yeah would be like it's like Calvary a whole new moment. layer of
0: trauma like that's like reliving it all over again in a new framing almost
1: yeah, yeah yeah i think that would be that would be good but yeah, yeah incredible demo the game is uh, is out very soon yes so i'm super excited for it it is very exciting and i cannot wait to see where it take where they take it what happens and uh oh god
0: yeah get just lost in sick. the world of Valisthea. Valisthea, i have you pronounce it yeah just yeah, yeah. super impressed with it hyped and honestly the the demo convinced me that it could very well possibly be my game of the year
1: yeah it's yeah it's a incredible like what competition
0: like. does it was like i loved re4 remake but it's a remake like it's it's amazing but it's a remake mm-hmm. like i want a new game that's what qualifies Gotti for me like remakes they're great i love them they can be masterpieces in their own right but it's the new games that deserve yeah. that spot as as yeah, game of the for year for sure and it also
1: feels very new to mm, mm. like playing it. It felt like something new. It didn't felt feel like, like I was Yeah, you know, it just felt very unique, and it felt like Final Fantasy was finally doing something. You like know, pushing yeah, pushing the again. Yeah, yeah, being like, look, this is you know, this is why you should watch Final Fantasy because, you know, look on every front we're yeah. pushing the industry forward, which is like. You know what they used to do. Yeah. You know, you look at Final Fantasy 7 As much as it looks old as fuck now, at the time that was, you know, yeah. their
0: FMVs and stuff was like, yeah, it was, it was huge. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What's an FMV? What? What's an FMV? <laughs> Full motion video. The <laughs> cutscenes.
1: Uh, oh, I see. The it. the the pre rendered cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: they would, very like, play rare. Back a video. They? Yeah, they're very rare. But they, they are, are that pretty cool
1: yeah that's the main reason why final fantasy 7 VII, 8 and 9 all had to be on multiple discs it was the fmvs not the actual oh, game oh well, that makes sense it was big
0: okay yeah so it's actually the length of like a sort of standard jrpg but it's just on multiple di- discs because they couldn't fit it into one <laughs> yeah because it's like yeah
1: final fantasy 7 is like 30 to 40 hours oh, okay like okay so it's not that long it just has these real like they just couldn't fit all of the cutscenes yeah. on one disc. Well, that's some dedication so to be fair, big. because yeah. most
0: companies would be like, "No one's gonna want to fuck around with multiple discs. Let's just cut that and fucking save money on the cutscenes, and then we can put it all on one disc. It'd be better for everyone." The fact that they were like, <laughs> "Nah, we're gonna do multiple discs just just to show how sweet our cutscenes are." Yeah, well, that's the huge that's the
1: huge thing about Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is it's on two discs. Oh, is it? Which is How really the fuck cool is that as a throwback, but also, like, well, two digitally, games, I suppose, it'll just be, it'll either be two games or it'll just be a huge install. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, most fucking installs but, take, like, a whole day for me anyway, so that's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's pretty wild, like, that means Rebirth is gonna be, have something big enough that it had to be on two discs.
0: Yeah. Like, I yeah. do not know why you it had to be don't get that for modern discs. games, like, it's 2023, yeah. two fucking discs for a game coming yeah. out in 2023 it must be huge yeah it must be it must be but we'll see we will see Ah, oh, it's good for final we'll fantasy see. fans i'm eating good it truly is maybe it's gonna, after it's all this like good. when i finish 16 and finish 7 i'll go back and play like one and then see how i'm feeling about one and then maybe two and then three and then maybe I'll one play is all of very them. fun one is to me great lot, too i think nine what, is my favorite currently i like the ad style of the pixel games a lot i think yeah, yeah, yeah. Once basically. it starts going three D they're really ugly. But they're that's hey, because they are they're a product ugly. of they are their time. Games. They're a product of their time, that's how it is. But Final Fantasy seven OG is pretty damn ugly. It's nah, it's endearing, it's, beautiful. it's endearing, it's charming, and it's but beautiful. But it's ugly. <laughs> like the fucking resolution of some of those backgrounds. Fuck me, man! It's like they just took a yeah. fucking JPEG off Google. And I were mean, like, I, fuck
1: I it. get I get what you mean, but I love but it. But
0: that was the, that was a technology at the time. I can't really judge it for that. Um, but I think the pixel games have aged better.
1: They've definitely. aged better. But that's better.
0: to be expected because pixel, you know, it's still a sought after aesthetic
1: they're also like the pixel remasters especially oh but they're
0: nice and crisp
1: really nice yeah, yeah they've, they've brought them they've updated them but they've retained their original because they've they've done like there's been so many ports of the original six final fantasy games but yeah. they always added things or changed things so like the pixel remasters, the most authentic versions of the original but they just look really nice and sound really nice and, and i can have, play like, that on ps5 stuff yes <sighs> you can get those plats you can get those platinum <laughs> trophies if, that, if there's anything that can get you into playing all the old Final Fantasies it's getting
0: those plats I mean imagine getting a series wide plat for Final Fantasy you'd have to be a madman to do that uh, true, but yeah you know true. what I'll, I'll, I'll play Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth I'll play 16 and stuff and I'm, I may find myself going back to 1 you know
1: yeah 1 is great 2 is great 3 oh they're all really good 6 is amazing 6 and 4 I realize like 6 and 4 those mm. are very good and 9 is yeah my favourite and that's a nine is a medieval it's got
0: um vivi. vivi vivi is in
1: that
0: one yes i love vivi <laughs> i love vivi so much I just is known from see my knowledge of vivi is kingdom hearts twilight town so it's really yeah. fucking like it's a it's, really niche view of that character he does nothing what is
1: so weird right about the way because i didn't realize this until playing final fantasy is the way kingdom hearts uses final fantasy characters is actually so thematically appropriate. Like mm. the worlds that they appear in, it makes so much sense. I'm like, no, yeah, obviously yeah, this make character a lot of sense. appears here. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like, obviously it makes sense why they use Vivi in Twilight Town. It makes sense yeah. why they use. I've seen some screenshots you know, of Nine,
0: and some of the areas in that place do look like Twilight Town, like the little villages or whatnot. I think i yeah, a seen Yeah, I mean, it's definitely
1: similar, yeah, art style too. But just like in terms of the story they're telling with KH2, uh, it just make I'm like, that makes so much sense. Oh, that's that cool. So that. it's
0: not even just from. The way the place looks that you encounter i mean well yeah yeah yeah. for example like uh does travestown look like where leon would be or whatever his name is squall lionheart
1: no but radiant garden is like i didn't even realize how closely it was based on like where squall was like raised in Final Fantasy,
0: yeah, that's really cool.
1: So it makes so much sense. I'm like, no wonder it's Radiant. Gu- of course, Radiant Garden. Of course, it is. That makes so much sense. Oh shit!
0: But we, and, we meet fucking Cloud in Olympus Coliseum. That's nothing like Midgar. <laughs> um, no, but I'm it's like to everything it's outside in... of Midgar. It's all sandy.
1: But I think <laughs> it makes sense with with like being a soldier. Like that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. That playing into how he, do- but they they definitely use Zack better in Birth by Sleep. Mm. Like with him, because obviously Olympus is all about being a hero, yeah, and Crisis yeah. Core is all about Zack's desire to be a hero, yeah. which is like quite cool how it links. And he hits on Aqua. Um, he does hit on Aqua. <laughs> he does do that. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is a thing that happens so in the game. amazing <laughs> She's like, um, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. there is also like you know the way they use Sid too in Final in uh, Kingdom Hearts One, like mm-hmm. he's the guy that you know he fixes works the gummy on- ship your gummy ship and he's oh, like yeah. an airship technician And you know, yeah
0: that's true that's he's true. always the mechanic in, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy which is cool you know I actually really like Sid from Final Fantasy 15 I think he's really funny he's the old guy right yeah the old grease monkey at the uh, the, yeah, yeah, at the yeah. shop I like him in that game and now he's like yeah. your dad's like old mate or whatever yeah I and like his, him his
1: granddaughter is Cindy
0: yeah I like right? Cindy yeah she's uh, the one with the yeah. huge tits Yes. Yeah, I, I, like, I actually her. really like her character yeah. though. Like, not. I don't based remember on her, her character at all. all. She's just a really nice woman, <laughs> and she's always up for the antics of the lads, and she's always down to fix the regalia and just do weird shit to it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'm
1: looking forward to going back through 15. I mean, when I'm done with 16, I think I'm gonna have that that Final Fantasy bug again, and mm. I'll go through 10, 12, yeah. 13, and 15. Yeah. Get them fucking done. And, uh, <laughs> hate my life again afterwards so
0: i remember tweeting about it as i was playing it i was like why do people hate this game so much it's so good i just love going around the regalia and exploring and doing like stopping off at you know like a gas station getting gas for my car or like you know camping down for the night and stuff i always thought it was so cool and then i got to like the halfway point of the game and i was like oh shit this is why it's bad not even like the halfway point it's like I think everything goes to shit after Luna dies. Right.
1: Yeah. And Noctis is all fucking annoying.
0: He's all fucking mopey for like the rest of the game, and he's like everyone starts arguing, and they're all like, Gladio hates Noctis for some reason, even though he's just mourning. It's like. It's just fucking shit. But you hate Noctis even though he's just mourning. You well, just called him Moki. Yeah, I do, but it's like. His girlfriend just why, died. Yeah, but why does his. Yeah, but I'm not Noctis' best friend. Why does his best friend hate him? Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, come on, Noctis, you fucking bitch. Oh, and yeah. then you've got that whole train section where you have to fucking fight loads of shit enemies on the train, and it's like, this combat oh, system is that. shit, so I don't even want to do it. Um, yeah, that random yeah. woman will come in every now and then. what's her name? The mercenary oh, woman. Oh yeah, and she and shows you have up that bit a bit when you go
1: into that like that that like dungeon thing. Oh yeah, she the comes rooms with that you. Look the same, and it's pitch black. Awful. The dungeons yeah, in that game you. are
0: awful. Yeah, they are, I do remember. Uh, those I did bits. one, and there was a sewer, <laughs> and I walk. I walked around in a dingy sewer for about an hour. I had to get a oh, tutorial on how to. I was trying to. Find, it was bullshit. I was trying to find a specific. Part for Cindy to do something with her gully. I had to go into this shit dungeon. It was just, it took me so fucking long to do it, just because it's structured in a way where every room looks the same, and you take a turn and you fall down some bit, and you're like, "Oh, now I've got to backtrack all the way to the beginning to get the right way that I wanted to go." And then you see that sounds like Final Fantasy dungeon design. It, but I, I can imagine it's
1: just it's like shit, it though. doesn't work when translated to a three D game where you've actually gotta move through a large space. It doesn't.
0: And also Noctis like, yeah. walks through the whole thing. If it's an area that you've that you've already that you haven't been to before in the dungeon, Noctis will walk. Ugh, and if it's why? an area you have been to, you get to run. I don't know. It's fucking shit. That's...
1: Jesus Christ, yeah. I mean I just remember I remember the ending being cool. I remember confronting Arden being cool yeah it's
0: cool well no it's pretty <laughs> really cool, cool comes fight
1: in, and arden's like being a little being a little whimsical man and, and he's then like he fucking i've got his... the
0: king's glaive weapons you he... can't defeat me <laughs> he's... and he, he goes well line? i've got them too but they're red <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a line from the game that's what Arden i've got says. them too but they're red But
0: arden's not a terrible villain but i don't i actually don't know what he wanted for the entire thing Right,
1: I remember not knowing either when I played it.
0: It's like something about like he's like an estranged member of the lineage of like the kings or whatever. And that's, oh, he is, yeah. He and is. it's like yeah. he's hangy. I think for his some DLC reason. explains it. Ugh, it's g- the game should explain it, not yeah, the it should DLC. like
1: the DLC should all be like integrated into the game. Like, yeah, it just the game's development was just so fucked. Like yeah, half imagine. the lore and exposition and stuff is all in like. Prequel movies and cartoons. And yeah, like I didn't an even watch King's before
0: playing it. Yeah.
1: I like King's Glaive, actually. It does look I really cool. like that. Yeah, it
0: actually does look cool
1: i actually really enjoyed that but i
0: was just like i can't be asked to watch it because i just want to play you shouldn't have to
1: yeah you should you shouldn't have to watch it to feel more for the game (laughs) yeah yeah you know it should be you know it should all work together and that's one of the things i appreciate a lot about 16 is that there's none of that bullshit yeah i don't
0: need that shit like release a 16 movie after it comes out i'll be fine with that like after i've played it and I'd be Maybe. Fine I'm with it. scared. I don't I mean, want any again. Yeah, material I, I don't really need it, to be honest. Like, I just want the game to stand on its own. But if you want to do Advent a full cinematic, keeps movie, me up at night. I don't even know what that is. Advent Children. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's a sequel movie to Final Fantasy 7 and it's fucking bad. It's where it's fucking Cloud fucking gets bad. a second sword, because it's the. He does. He does. Movie. What? He does.
1: What do you mean he actually does? <laughs> he has like, he has like eight swords. What? <laughs> like, he has this, he has this like little, he has this thing that he attaches to his bike that has like a rotation. It has just a bunch of different swords in it. What? And they all like combine together to, be- to become new swords. Megazord sword. It's so unnecessary. Yeah. It's Ooh, we such need a nomura Like
0: I just want the Buster sword, bro. L- leave that shit for the cool side characters that do cool shit. Like, I just yeah. want an iconic weapon. <laughs> i don't need some transforming oh, mechanical weapon that sounds shit side it's characters so that's bad. cool as fuck like you know that dude that comes in with the the bike in final fantasy 7 remake give him that that'd be sick he can have that oh roach yeah characters yeah. like that where it's like sort of like they're just there to be pretty cool like give them the yeah. weird elaborate weapons i don't need that shit for my main character i, I just do want a sword. i do
1: like roach i think he's quite a cool character
0: I don't know much about him I just know that he really likes racing like yeah, no I don't, I don't really either he likes he's
1: racing <laughs> <laughs> he's only in remake
0: oh really yeah they made him for remake oh, he's that's not pretty in anything cool. else ah, he and was really. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah that's, that's cool I, I thought he was pretty damn cool I liked yeah, him.
1: There's some nice additions to the remake do, like Shinra Middle Manager. You know, being a character, <laughs> he's he's
0: cool. I like him. I fucking love Shinra Middle Manager. Although there, Shinra yeah. Middle Manager is technically in OG when they're on the train, someone still has a girl it yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not in the same way. Yeah, it's not Shinra Middle Manager though. It's not yeah, the same guy. It's Shinra, it's Shinra Middle Manager shows up like three times in the remake as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's, so you, fucking re- good. you should
1: really you should really play Intermission Oh my God! I should should not. Is he in that yeah. as well? <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you. You should play it. Yeah, fuck! You I need play to play it.
0: Intermission. Well, uh, Intermission as I've said, it, yeah. "I do want to replay Final Fantasy 7 Remake and then Intermission after it." But with 16 so close, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, true. Soon. True. You should do it. Just do it before Rebirth. When does Rebirth come out? Next year. uh Early 2024. Yeah. Oh, early. Oh God.
1: What else is coming out this so, year?
0: Starfield. That's going to take up so much fucking time. Oh, um, fucking hell. Actually,
1: I have a list. Uh, Armored Core Six. Oh god, Armored Core as uh, well.
0: Starfield, Lies of P, Forza, Spider Man 2. Oh, Spider Man 2? Oh, fucking I'm not going to have enough time. I don't have the time yeah. for this. Then I need to also go, oh, how about I play this random old game that I've played loads of times for a video? And then I have to play that <laughs> as well. And it's like, fucking yeah, true it's too much shit. I'm trying to
1: figure out how to play when to play GTA 5 for this video. <laughs> oh, oh, you're on.
0: replaying it. Oh, it's a banger, to be fair. Yeah, actually. It I'm is a banger. To it. I've like, not, you forget I've how good GTA it in 10 5 years. is. Like, it's so good. Yeah, it's, it should be
1: fun to do, although I don't know when I'm going to be able to manage it with 16 out, and I really want to play 16 and not play GTA 5.
0: Why did I move here? I guess it was the weather.
1: That is such a classic trailer. Oh, I haven't played I remember, Burning Shores yet either. Oh For my course. god, you got to play Burning Shores, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Stop getting the plat on fucking every game you play Dead online.
0: <laughs> getting through these games. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs>
1: this is ridiculous, you got games to play.
0: I actually do, I haven't, even, I haven't played Jedi Fallen Order or Survivor. Uh, I'm gonna be like a year out of date. Yeah, you're getting getting a big backlog. Fucking Christ! Well, that's that's the life of a gamer. It is the life of a gamer. It is is the life of a gamer.
1: That's a that's a great note to end the end the show on. It is. Thank you, everybody. It's
0: been a good episode. It has been plenty to talk about.
1: The Final Fantasy episode of the podcast. Very good. Very good stuff. Next episode, uh, I'm sure we'll have Patreon topics. We'll have George's new segment. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure there won't be a lot to talk about next episode, other than Final Fantasy Sixteen will be out. That's so true. We'll be able uh, to I reckon. Give some I'll, thoughts on that. It. Yep. For uh, sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, I might be able to get your code for it. <gasps> we'll,
0: that would we'll save see. me a lot
1: of money. <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, it depends whether you want to wait. I don't know. I might I get it. Like waiting. if I can get one. It might be on like release day or like the day after or
0: that something. That would be fine if you could do that. That would be blessed. If not, Square it's okay.
1: do sometimes send me like multiple codes mm, for the same mm, game sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. if I can, I'll, I'll send you one. Hey, if you can. Just to, let to me save know. you buying it. That, that um, would save me a lot of money. <laughs> Games are expensive that would be these days. Cool. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. That's true. It's insane. Um, But yeah, there's that. So. There we go. Cool. All right. I'll nice. we'll see you all in two weeks' time, and we'll, we'll we'll have a chat then about sixteen a little bit, spoiler free. Um, yeah, of course, of course. Just talk about the talk about the game, and then we'll uh, you know have some bits and bobs, and new segments and stuff. It'll be cool. But that's yeah. it for episode ten. We'll see you soon, everybody. Stay safe. Have a good one. Have a brilliant and time. We'll see you all next time. See you later, folks. See you later, bye Bye-bye. bye.